Oh, 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 it was it, like one of these. Of course, you remember. One of these absolute psychos will probably remember, but like exactly. But it was an early episode, and we just decided just laugh, just laugh, pretend I've told the joke, and then I came up with a stupid punchline, and then we gave up on that about twenty episodes in, and just laughed and said a thing. Yeah, just said a thing. Um, it's kind of disgraceful in a way. Uh, hi, hello, uh, hello to those of you listening, which is the correct way to experience this. <laughs> hi. Welcome to Big Dumb Cast. Nerdy news, geeky gossip stuff that's fit to fill your time uh, in the gap between new episodes every week. Till now. Till now! (laughs) More on that later. Yes. Uh, I am... I'm I'm Chris Johnson. And I was never really here. But we can see you now. (laughs) We can see you. Um... Oh my god, right, so this is All interesting right. we, we cool. are, For those listening along, which is the correct way to enjoy this uh, We are streaming this live If you're on YouTube, if you prefer to absorb the podcast on YouTube Look at that, my hand's in your frame um, Then you can watch you us You can watch <laughs> us, like, there's the recording The recording's happening I nearly forgot to press record until Matt pointed at the screen Before we started going, I was like, good point um, So I'm going to have to take Silence Wild Track After we've finished Whoops. What a twat um, <laughs> But uh, we're also streaming this live on, yes, on Twitch on, on the day of Tuesday, the 22nd of, of March. Mm-hmm. And uh, the chat has already exploded with all three fan. All three um, fan? <laughs> George says how exciting. Um, it, is, it is. It is very exciting. Milzy Who is laughing along in the chat. Good. Good. Um, and <laughs> Dopey1965 uh, says... I never thought this time would come, but if the big damn cast must end, then you bet Kneecap Dan shall be here. Well, here's the thing, here's the thing. It's not ending. Well, there we go. Well, here's the thing. Well, the big damn cast is ending. Well, but we're not going away. Well, so it's not ending then, is it? mm, Yeah, well, here's the thing. Uh, Hyperbole. Hyperbole? (laughs) Those who've been following all the social media and at cool. the end of the episodes cool. will have heard us counting down ominously um, down, over down, the last sort of ten or so episodes of this podcast. It's a quote, Damon Stay. Do that again. Count down to extinction. Is that how he did it? <laughs> For the purpose of those listening, Matthew's flapping He's his hands in front of his a mouth. Boggling in a wig. Who knows how he sings? <laughs> wig boggling. Singing is a strong word. I love Megadeth, but Dave Mustaine. Singing? Dave Mustaine, number one boggling boggling. Number one boggling boggling. We'll be counting down to this, episode 300. Uh, um, the reason this is significant is because. Uh, we're gonna end up. We're gonna have to end up explaining this for the purpose of live stream people at least twice over the course of the next hour or so. Cool, that's fine. But let's start now for those who showed up early before that's we crack fine. on with the recording, which you guys can get involved in. Um, but, we've been counting out episode three hundred because three hundred yes. celebrates. It's a good number, isn't it? It's a good number. It celebrates three hundred uninterrupted consecutive weeks that this show has gone out on Apple uh, Podcasts, formerly iTunes, um, yeah. Spotify, SoundCloud. And the YouTube uh, across two channels. Yep. Um, 
a big part of that, and if you've ever enjoyed the show, I don't know why you would, but if you ever enjoyed <laughs> We don't. If you ever... We, we fucking hate it, I'm honest. He has to sit in a room with me. I've got to make graphics. As you can got to see, sit in a room with my father. As you can see, graphic design is my passion. Hey. And, uh, God. and look at this. Um, look at this shit. Look at this. Look at this. Look how long my arm is. Charlie Longlong. <laughs> and um, you know, it, it's but but the big. Re- if you've ever enjoyed it, the reason why it's it's never tripped, and the reason why it's been there for you every single week mm. is down to this gentleman here. Mm. Because about 50 episodes in, so about a year into it, uh, something came up where it was unlikely we were going to be able to fit one in. Just for whatever reason. One of us was going to be busy or something that week. And I went, oh, you know, maybe we'll, we'll take it off for a couple of weeks. He went, nope. Nope. I was like, oh, okay. You went, nope, not on him. Um, and we immediately like hunkered down, met late at night that we pre-recorded and two we did episodes. It. We did it. We did it. Scheduled that shit. It helped after a while. SoundCloud allowed scheduled uplo- uploads. Yes. That helped tremendously because for a good sort of year, I was just, <laughs> I was just like having to be there at like 10 p.m. every Thursday night yeah. to go. <sighs> That's why sometimes the episode would be like early in the day. It's not or a way to do it. It's annoying. YouTube, easy. But it'll schedule that since the very beginning. Yeah. So then, easy. And then, then it'll take it down for no reason. <sighs> Buggers. I think there was one time where I accidentally uploaded it a day early. Do you remember on YouTube when I just went, oh, fuck it. Do you remember it. The, the, the big damn love for aliens? Do you remember any, any edits I had to do to get that uploaded without a copyright strike? God, yeah. 15 edits. And that was pre Disney acquisition. Yeah. So that's Fox wanting their 15 money. 15 edits. Fox wanting their cash. Um, um, Jesus Christ. So, come hella high water, come holidays. Gig weekends, because this madman's one of those welly stompers. Weekends. Um, weeks. Uh, pantomimes, like Watch. seven week periods of interruption. Yeah. We've never missed a week. Never missed a week. Um, however. However. There's a couple reasons why this will be the last weekly show. The last weekly show. That's the important. And, the and last it, weekly show. And the last show. Technically, the last big damn cast because there's a little which we'll tell them about later but um but the big the big damn cast is dead long live big damn cast yeah stick around for more on that but um there's a few reasons one cold hard boring uh cosmetic reasons um it is hard to get your show noticed right now it is hard to get your show it's really now. difficult some sites favor constant like consistency scheduling structured uploading um some don't uh you may have noticed some of your favorite youtubers for example who used to post like two three times a week now post once every few weeks and they make like a bigger thing yeah and it does better because that's now what the algorithms are favoring longer form content yeah stuff that shows up seasonally isn't necessarily reactive but is well timed so we know there are a lot of you out there who listen to every every week or binge it after a few weeks, and we know you love it, and we love you for putting up with our nonsense this whole time. Um, but for us to have more opportunities for this as a project, it's got to get bigger. And to get bigger now, you have to get smaller in terms of how much you put yeah, out there. it's weird. It's... Um... Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's we, a, we, if we can, eat, we've got two, we're at the point where we've got two options: we either stop doing it or we do less. Yeah, and doing less doesn't mean 
oh, you just get one normal style episode once a month, for example. It just means that when you do get one, it's a bit bigger and a bit yeah. different and it's maybe more focused about a topic and maybe we move reactive news and current events to the Discord. Support us on patreon.com slash bigdamncast to join the Discord. So if you want to talk to us about news stories, we'll be doing it there from now on yeah. when it happens. Yeah. There'll be more bits and pieces for YouTube going forward. Um but a lot more of that would debut on Patreon first. So, you know, commentaries, things like we're bringing that all back now that, you know, we're in a world where we can sit down for 20 minutes together yeah. in a room and record a thing and it's less complicated. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca in chat says, I feel a rebrand coming on. Uh, um, well, so... well, well, um, sort of. As long as it's not a Russell brand, we'll be all right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh. <laughs> I think he's forgotten Sarah Marshall at this point. He's moved right on. So that's 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 one reason. Like for the show to grow and expand and for us to present more kind of unique content regularly for those who can support the show, this is the easiest way of doing it. Yeah. Because there is for for quite a simple podcast of two blokes sat in a room talking about pop culture news, which is a really unique premise and no one else is doing no, that no. at all. Not um, that it's a crowding not a crowding marketplace. Not so at all. Just... Not at all. Um, Easy yeah, 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 and especially two white guys. That was yeah. rare as hell, you know. Uh, yeah. White guys in their thirties who've got nostalgia for the nineties. Like it's rare. It's rare. Beards. Uh, well, beard. well, yeah. <laughs> when we started the show, I couldn't grow a beard. I still can't grow a beard, <laughs> um, despite trying desperately. Um, Very fair, but <laughs> but like for us to lost uh, <laughs> my train of thought because I'm now just sad about my beard. Oh, for us to uh, for for us to uh, we're all sad about your beard. Yeah, for us, for us to sort of stand out like we... You bastard. Uh, we need that support at the at the core. Yeah. Um, so, if you have never supported the show on Patreon before, A, how dare you, you fuckers. I'm kidding. Uh, B, how fucking dare you. And C... Um, Why would you? <laughs> you don't have to support it to get new stuff from us no. going forward. No, no, no. But close. there will now be a lot of stuff for people who do. Because little micro things, blogs... Short videos, early releases for things. Because there hasn't been a lot. There just yeah. hasn't been a lot. <laughs> we, um, we started to get into a stride, and then a pandemic happened. Yeah, and we just um, never really got out of that funk. F's in the chat for Chris's beard. Screw you! Also, hi everybody, we'll catch up in a moment, and we'll, we're going to open it up to sort of questions and stuff yeah. shortly as well. But uh, any man, I can't see the chat. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm moderating. But hey. as always, Matt's seeing the emails, because... Um, there's another reason why being regular would be pretty tough right now. Which has been alluded to quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. We've not really talked about it. but um, um, And only talk about it as much as you're comfortable doing so. Uh, but you know, but, the, but uh, your better half's been in the chat talking about it quite openly. Yeah, yeah. That's, this is so, very true. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. In, a, in just under a month, um, there's going to be a, a baby. A big damn baby. Big damn baby. Oh, God. <laughs> I said we're not going to do that. We did it. You, I hate it. You didn't I say it, it to me, so. I hate it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, my hour, man and Keats's, um, not yours and mine. Yeah. That'd be weird. I mean, uh, <laughs> I won't put it past us at this stage. We think daughter. We're not sure yet. We're fairly sure. And to be fair, they won't be sure for a little while. They won't be sure for a little while as well, so yeah. (laughs) Give them time. Um, (laughs) Um, They're due um, 
in like I say, a little under a month. Yeah. Um. So that's a big life change. Mm. And and even though this is just two dudes in a room talking shop, a lot of work goes into getting the show it's, out. It's been hard enough to keep this regular with like working full time and to, just to steal this man away from a brand new adventure, a duty, a role in his life for even just like three scheduled hours of the week to talk about fucking Morbius. Not right. It's not right. We don't have to review Morbius. We don't have to review Morbius because we won't be putting things out every week. Um, I mean, oh, we're so sorry that we're not reviewing we Morbius. Won't. We probably will get around to it. But, but we won't be going to see it in the cinema on release, put no, it that way. Right now. I won't be going to see anything in yeah, the you cinema definitely, for you definitely shouldn't because many weeks. Because if that ends up being the last film you see in the cinema for a while, no. that would be a shit last film no, to see in the cinema no, no, no. for a while. I assume. Um, it does mean I'm probably not going to be able to see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness at the cinema. Oh, I'm sure we could babysit one evening. So you guys we'll can go. We'll yeah, figure we'll it out. That. But, anyway, but anyway, yes, so that's... <laughs> Unless um, we take you... But, oh, we do switch dates. Lou and Keeks can go one night. And then you'll meet and go another night. I don't hate that idea. There we um, go. <laughs> so yeah, that's you know I've been struggling for a long time to juggle this with life as it is. New job and uh, everything. New jobs. And... A couple of new jobs since yeah um, since it began. Because it was yeah. when we launched the Patreon, I'd gone full freelance. Yeah. And then that was kind of not going anywhere, and that becoming a struggle. And then I've been full freelance the whole time, and yeah. I can tell you, it never goes anywhere. Yeah. And then, never goes anywhere. And then the pandemic hit. So yeah. um, mm-hmm. it's been a real fucking struggle to the point where there have been many, many times uh, where I've just thought, oh, fuck it, I'm not going to do it anymore. But I keep doing it because it's important to me. Um, You're also very good at it. Well. And it, it, it's kind of in a world where you see kids when you get into your 30s. Oh, God. You get quite a few more responsibilities that you were anticipating. Well. So having a solid excuse for us to shoot the shit every yeah, week, yeah, it's it means a lot because it's something for you, but for yeah, us. Yeah. The thing is, we are not going to stop seeing each other every week. No. Like that is a thing that's going to happen because yeah, weirdly, we're going to have at least three hours of free time we wouldn't normally have because we'd be Funny spending that. it recording weekly. Um, um, so like, we're going to see each other plenty. Yeah. But also, there's another human being in the equation now. Yes. And that human being is the focus. That human yeah. being needs yeah, yeah. to be the focus. Because so. it be it would be shit. It's, yeah. If, if we were pushing on this. And you just getting a phone call from Keeks like, where the hell are you? And you're like, yeah. we're talking about fucking um, the Flash getting delayed <laughs> Flash. seven times. Like, it's just, it's not right. So. Um, well, that's, um, that's the thing. It's, um, <laughs> fucking hell. It's. If I was, you know, big time, full podcaster, if I was one of the McElroys, good pull, good pull, <laughs> it wouldn't matter, but because it'd be a livelihood, yeah, like you'd be able to fit it in. in it that isn't, way. and I'm not, so something's got to give. Now, someone out there singing like the bodies at the floor. So, um, if you want to help out oh, with that, Patreon. Just saying, dot com slash big dumb cast. Yeah. Um, because if it gets to a point where we can justifiably <laughs> do it a little further down the line a bit more regularly, great. But that's part of the long game here. Yeah. It's about letting the show also, alongside everything, letting the show grow in a new way. Is it going away? Yes. Also, yo. Um, big damn cast 
ends with this episode. Big Damn doesn't finish. Uh, what does that mean? That boy needs therapy. Uh, there will be more show. There will and be it more will show. be, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, yeah, SoundCloud, changing, feed yeah. ain't changing. You do not unsubscribe because Summit will be coming down the pipeline. Yeah. Um, so don't worry. We ain't gone. Uh, if you're in the, pat- in the Patreon, if you're on the Patreon and you're on the Discord, we're still going to be popping in and shooting the shit and talking about stories. Uh, more so now because we don't have to save our opinions for weekly episodes anymore. We can talk about it immediately. If we see it on Twitter and go, well, <laughs> we just tell you. Although, if they do, you know, if, if we don't have an opinion, we don't have to have one now. Which is lovely. That's true. I don't have to have an opinion. <laughs> I wish for anything. You say I wish for the Nile. Uh, uh, I wish for the Nile. No way. Uh. Um, so <laughs> I just want to double back into the live chat a little bit because after you broke the news, it's a wall of congratulations. <laughs> wow, congratulations. Uh, love hearts. Big damn Baba. Sorry. Hate it. Um, but thanks. <laughs> Harry Draper, eh, Harry. Harry made a freaking flux reference. Your as yet unborn child. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one of those little. I have to settle for just rig- feeling the riddles. Um... D- Dopey nineteen sixty five says, "Name them Tom Monty." Um, and a lot no. of people. And a lot. Of people... <laughs> Millsy who says, "To be honest, I'm happier without the Morbius content." Hey. Um, uh, That's what we want. Call me Ian says you are going to be a great dad. I try. I'm going to try. <laughs> You're going to try. You're going to try. Oh, God. Oh, Rebecca, no. She says, Yonko would be a great uncle. He's not letting me anywhere near his No, 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 The first time we're meeting will be in, like, the metaverse yeah. for their safety. Oh, because he's like, you will just you will drop them into a, come, a tuna pasta pot or something. Can we address the metaverse? Do we have to? Must we go tropical? It's Second Life. Yeah. They're trying to build Second Life. But shit Second Life. They're trying to build PlayStation Home. (laughs) Because it works so well. (laughs) Facebook have gone, I've had an idea that no one else has had. PlayStation Home. Fuck off. Um, No. No. No one wants it. Even the Doctor Who Fortnite package was better than that. Ready Player One is not aspirational. Um, speaking of aspirational, Ginger Animator. Hi, John. John Gradsden. Hi. Previous guest of the show says, huge congrats, Matt. Thanks. Um, to which Harry Draper said, my goodness, is that the John Gradsden? It's, it's the John Gradsden. Animator on Cuphead. Yeah, by the way. The great, um, yes, the great John Gradsden on the Cuphead animator. First topic, I am five episodes deep into Cuphead. <laughs> which isn't hard, because that's like an hour of your time. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fucking good. I'm not just saying that because John's here, but John's reminded me to say something, because... Fucking hell, it's really good. It skirts that line of being completely innocent and family friendly. Except it Is kind it? of isn't when you think about it, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, mm, it's on the cusp. It's nice. It's not as stressful as playing Cuphead. Yeah. It's, it's way more relaxing and entertaining. Because that's kind of where my interest in, in Cuphead um, sort of failed at a first hurdle. Was... This looks fun. Oh, everyone hates it because it's so difficult. Ah, never mind. Me, notoriously (laughs) good at video games. (laughs) Come on. How how far did I get in Bloodborne? How far did you get in Bloodborne? Uh, I didn't get past the first street. Uh, Like, the first street full of, like, 
I don't know what they are. Cultists? Farmers with torches <laughs> in the middle of a city? I don't know. The, that first sort of proper Yarnham Street where you first have to, you have to make it your way up it. Couldn't get past it. He's 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 so early in Bloodborne that he thinks Elden Ring is a posh pop drink. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Jesus, the second episode has this um this it's like the baby on the doorstep sort of plot, and the oh, ba- okay. the baby is a baby bottle, and it's adorable and obviously scary because it's that thing of oh it's actually more like frightening than they thought it was oh no, but also when it like burps or vomits instead of vomiting it squirts milk out of its teat which is on its head, and you lot knew what you were doing Ooh. is what I'm saying you knew what you were doing no you knew what you were doing no. <laughs> John says, I can tell you it was as stressful animating Cuphead as it was playing it. Well, <laughs> that's art for you. Although Keeks has come to your defence. Not going to lie, when I got stuck on the new Warframe quest, Warframe, Warframe quest, who had to rescue me, I literally hit a wall and could not get any further. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm good at one game. <laughs> it's Warframe. <laughs> Specifically Warframe. Um, yes. Uh, get ready for the baby to steal all your Transformers. Uh, I've, I've got rid of all my Transformers so the baby can't steal them. Not uh, all of them. Mills, Mills, <laughs> actually, hang on, yeah. When we record in this office, Matt's a fidgeter uh, and, and he fidgets with oh, a little yes, bumblebee. There he is. I just realised it wasn't on the table where I normally put it. I have to do things with my hands. Um, well, yeah. his parole officer recommends Transformers. It does, yeah. Um, Millsy Who says Matt's going to be one of those rare, cool and also responsible dads. Well... Maybe responsible. All <laughs> oh, right. Responsible is not a word. Not yet. <laughs> um, but for the first newsy item thing of this week's newsy episode, newsy item uh, today on Now TV. Yes. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. The HBO Max original series spin-off of the yep. motion picture The Suicide Squad, yep. starring John Cena as the titular Peacemaker, Peacemaker. Uh, came out on Now TV here in the UK. Finally, by sheer coincidence, sheer coincidence, Matt has watched the entire season yeah. and is about to give us a spoiler-free the, I review have about it. Definitely watched the entire season of Peacemaker today, today. yeah, and not before. No, um, no, no, because no. It was not available in the UK until today. today. Yeah. Um, so this is all. This is my spoiler-free thoughts on Peacemaker, which I have definitely watched today mm. uh so uh peacemaker john cena uh, picks up after the events of um last year's the suicide squad which was um try and keep fantastic. it spoiler light for the suicide squad yeah, as well fantastic. But yeah, yeah. um basically um <laughs> the mission may be done with the peacemaker may be done with the mission, but the mission ain't done with him. Mm. Um, and he is drafted into a team to deal with uh, something called Project Butterfly, which is a concern, which means that this small team of, of sort of misfit agents has to go operate uh, sort of underground under the radar to try and stop this new threat. But of course, he's also dealing with the fallout of the events of the Suicide Squad, his uh, family life and past, and his inability to sort of make relationships and good decisions. Mm. It's really fucking good. <laughs> it's really good. So this, as a, this as is an, the first DCEU TV series, then? Yeah. 
Yeah. And as someone who really liked The Suicide Squad, not mm. Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad, um, it is a lot more of that. Mm-hmm. But in typical James Gunn style, not only is it vulgar and crass and incredibly violent and gory and bloody, but also quite sweet and heartfelt and very character-led. Mm-hmm. And it's full of moments where someone despicable does something awful, but you find yourself liking them regardless. Um, so it is very much... Again, like the Suicide Squad, it is taking elements of his earlier nastier stuff like Super and mm. Slither. Oh, and um, yeah, yeah, some of that yeah. snuck into the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. and um, mixing it with his sort more sort of, I'm gonna say family friendly, but there's nothing about the show that's family friendly. <laughs> uh, warm sensibility, warm sensibilities yeah. of um, the Guardians films. <laughs> there's actually not a huge amount I can talk about without spoiling it um, because of the way that this show it's only 8 episodes and it rockets by Mm -hmm. it's fucking hilarious like John Cena is having the best time Um, and as are all the cast around him I need to look up some of the cast actually so I make sure they get the names right because they they, they are wonderful um well, I know we've got two returning cast members, Jennifer... Jennifer Holland, Holland and, and uh, Steve, Steve Adji from The Suicide Squad. Yeah, they're reprising their roles from The Suicide Squad uh, as, as main cast as, uh, members. Har- Harcourt and Emilia John Economos. Har- <laughs> yeah, Emilia yeah. Harcourt and the improbably named John Economos. Um, <laughs> that, uh, was, that was the blonde lady and the tall beardy guy Yeah, from um, The Suicide Squad. And of course, this... this um, Who body doubled for King Shark when they were making the film. This, this does pose the question... Does he dye his beard? Um, yes, <laughs> yes. Because Steve Adji was on his on his Instagram at the time of the film's launch and everything, talking about how he had to dye it, and he was so annoyed about it, <laughs> and he hated it. And obviously, doing the show no, meant having to John dye it again. <laughs> does does John giant ginger patch in the middle of his beard? Yeah, Economos dye, dye his beard. beard? Um, we've got you know we've got John Cena in that teacher the role peacemaker carrying the series wonderfully, but with this. Sort of satellite cast around him. Danielle Brooks is newcomer to the series, um, not the DCEU, mm-hmm. um, as uh, Leota Adebayo, who's not the, the most experienced member of the team. She's a new character um, as well, yeah, in general. Like. Yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> not Fred, from anything. Freddie Stromer, uh, playing a uh, very. Uh, very loose mm-hmm. uh, interpretation of uh, Vigilante. Um, I mean, the costume looks great from the trailer. The costume looks awesome. really, really good. Yeah. Uh, again, character's really interesting. Daring to play with Peacemaker and the other rest of the team. And and so as, as a sort of contrast and foil to that. Yeah, it's just really cool. <laughs> really cool. Um, Ai Chang and Lachlan Munro as Detective Sophie Song and Detective Larry Fitzgibbon. Again, to say much more about that particular plot line. Can't do it. They're great in it. There we go. Um Pardon me, where's the other one I want to shout out? Uh, Nootley as Judo Master. Yeah, looking way Wonderful. different from the comics, and quite right, considering the comics' yes. connotations. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Judo Master, uh, yeah, again, can't really talk about Judo Master without spoiling anything. Judo Master's great, there we go. Okay. Um, and um, Robert Patrick as uh, Peacemaker's father, Augie Smith. Um Going down the comic book route of him being like a massive ra- racist white supremacist, racist white supremacist yeah. bigot, basically a clan member. Um, <clears throat> but 
is responsible for training Peacemaker and... What do you mean? Giving, That's Bloodsport's backstory. Yeah. And, and give him all his tech. Uh, he makes he makes all the stuff. For ah, him. like his massive um, sword and his like big old his, gun, and, and like his like his helmets. Helmets, helmets, plural. Because I knew we had a I knew we had a slightly different one in the show, like the one he's wearing in all the promos is different from the one in the Suicide helmets. Squad. But okay, all right. Now what reason might he have for having multiple helmets? Multiple heads. Oh my god, he's got multiple heads. No, he's no, like no. those old Power Rangers when you move the belt buckle and the head flips. Different helmets. For different things. He's got a big penis and it needs its own helmet. <laughs> this isn't Big Mouth. Uh, Alright. Um, no. John so, Cena would be a great cast member addition to Big Mouth. He's probably already done it. Um, he's, he's, he's he has a wonderfully things. dry like delivery. Oh god, he's so funny in this. <laughs> he's so fucking funny. Um, everyone is, to be fair. like they, they all bounce off each other really well. Um, whether the comedy is coming from something ridiculous that a person's saying or doing or from the absurdity of the situation, which it does come from both frequently. Um, and yet, you know, still has that core of warmth and heart that you'd expect from a James Bond project at this point in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not quite as nihilistic as some of his earlier work. Yeah, yeah. Um, something he's made quite obvious in his work in, in the last 10 years, especially, is that he's... He's not necessarily ashamed of his older sense of humour, but he's definitely grown out of it. Yes. Um, there's like flavours of, oh, that was dark. Oh, and dear. There's but there's no, there's, no, there's no shocking edgelord bullshit in there, there's, basically. Well, there's room with those characters to, to lean into that sort of humour. I mean, the Suicide Squad, the, yeah. enti- the entire um, taking out all the people in the yeah. camp scene between yeah. Idris Elba and John Cena is, is a really dark joke. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah... It's in service of of a laugh and those characters are not just of trying to get a reaction out of everybody. It's, it's... And that's more where the series sits. Okay, um, alright. But yeah, all right. it's fantastic <laughs> and we're getting another one. So, give it a watch for your aisles and do not skip the credits. Well, James Gunn... Do not Gunn, ever skip the credits. James Gunn's talked a lot about the credits because every interview about the show... During the early press, the like two months ago, credit sequence. I mean, yeah, was 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 would always ask him about the credits, and he said it was him and the team's mission to stop people from ever pressing the skip credits button. Why is that? What have they done? Um, <laughs> so every episode opens. Well, every episode opens with the open title sequence. Obviously, um, <laughs> it is a modernist dance sequence featuring the entire cast, set to. Um, the, I don't want to say classic. I don't want to say iconic, because I've never fucking heard of it. It exists. But the I'd, I'd um, heard it before, but like not in a oh yeah that one in a oh yeah I'm sure that's been used as like a needle drop in a film at some point. The sort of heavy metal hard rock uh, hair metal, a hard rock tune. Do you want to taste it? By the band, Wigwam. Because. Does this feature the entirety of the main and supporting cast? Yes. <clears throat> Even ones who appear for like two scenes? Yes. Are all of them good at dancing? No. Are they all trying their best? Probably. <laughs> I'll tell you who is. John Cena! Ba-ba-ba-ba. Oh, and he has a pet eagle. There we go. He has a pet eagle. 
Cool. C- pet, pet, pet eagle, fantastic animal CGI. It's one of the best animal CGI I've seen on te- television. The eagle is called Eagle. Yeah. Um, D. Bradley Baker. D. Bradley Baker. Yes. Providing eagle sounds. Yeah. Um, Perry Platypus himself. You'll love Eagle. <laughs> if you don't love Eagle, examine that. And think about what that means for your real life and um, relationship with your mother. Uh, no, I, I... Or your white supremacist racist father. White supremacist racist Played father. by the T-1000. We all have one. No. Uh... no. Um, <laughs> Millsy Who says, uh, we need to revolt against the sleazy little skip button. What the title sequences do you have to fight yourself to skip when you're binging? Because if I'm if I'm watching one episode of something, like if I if I'm just putting one episode on, I ain't skipping shit. Streaming service, DVD, or whatever. If I'm watching the one episode, I'm watching the entire thing. I don't binge. But if I'm binging, sometimes I'll you know I'll skip the title sequence a couple of episodes in or whatever. X Files, I never skip. Never skip it. Never skip it. Buffy, I don't skip. Boom. I mean that's yeah. Buffy's like. A tasty enough of a portion. It's over before you know it, and you're already sad when their theme titles are, when the theme is finished. Oh, it doesn't quite count because I I don't stream. I only have it on DVD, but I don't fast forward it. Xena Warrior Princess. Okay. Okay. How does the opening titles for Xena go again? A mighty princess forged in the heat of battle. She was Xena. The passion. The power, and whatever it is, it's, it's yeah. It's, so what's ones ones with like rolling uh, uh, exposition to set you just, up? Just so good. I'm kind of the same with uh, Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah, it's like and there yeah. came a day unlike any other. <laughs> the world's heroes united against a common threat. If it's got a bopping pop punk like sounds like theme song, and yeah, of course you wouldn't. Skip do 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 do. Um, we re- we finally picked up. This week, I'm curious, you guys, what what don't you? <laughs> Kings has written a princess forged at the heart of battle. What title sequences do you never skip? Uh, um, we finally picked up Daredevil series three this week. Okay, because we just haven't got round to ever oh, watching it together. Uh, of three of episodes Disney Plus, in, obviously. Disney Plus, uh. now, yeah. Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I find it. Three episodes. Funnily enough, Millsy's just said Daredevil. Yeah. Um, three episodes in. Not a lot happens in that first three episodes nope. in the grand scheme, and I'm loving it yep. because it's really just about building up to like when these two are gonna butt heads again. Um, Donofrio is incredible. The guy I can't remember the name, the name of the agent now, but the FBI Plain, guy who's um, like the the sort of the 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 window character. Poindexter, what's he called? Poindexter, that's it. Oh no 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 no! You're talking about uh, Dex Dex Dex. Poindexter. Yes. Not him. He's great so Oh, the far. other guy. We've only just um, had the creepy revelation that he doesn't really go on those dates. So oh, we're quite oh early God. in. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah he's yeah, totally yeah. the MCU version of Bullseye, right? Was that, was that, was that not clear? Thank you. Was that not clear? Um, um, but... Uh, but no, no. The uh, the, the FBI agent. The one the one who's like... His family's in in the shit financially. Jay Ali. Yes. Rated Dean. He's really good. Yeah, he's very he's good. He's really good. Because the first good. episode is like... Broken Matt after the events of Defenders, and in many ways, yeah, and broken Karen and Foggy dealing with their friend possibly being dead, and a little looking at what's going on with Fisk in jail, and then the last ten minutes is just this completely separate story about this guy and his family mm. and them being financially screwed, and ends with him being the FBI agent who is getting info out of Fisk, 
and you sort of realise like, oh, that's where this is going. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so, so good. Uh, but that's another one. Cannot bring myself to skip it, even though it's like a minute 50 seconds long. Yeah. And also, because I've played Spider-Man uh, PS4 so much now, I can hear the, the composer's style yeah. in the incidental music. I say, um, don't skip Daredevil don't skip nine. Jones. Skip Iron Fist. Skip the whole show. Uh, I thought we were talking and, about the title sequences. And, and, and skip the Luke Cage title sequences. Uh, which is a crime. That one should be more of a thing. But like Bulletproof Love from the end of the series is way more impressive yeah. as a piece of music. Uh, Bob's Burgers never skips kicks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's very short, John, but it's also got gags in it. John, Doctor Who, because I'm a nerd. Um, yeah, Doctor Who is, is, a, is a hard one to skip. Uh, we fast-forward it in our marathon sometimes, but only because there's this weird little thing we do where whenever we fast-forwarded it, it's on the PlayStation, so you still hear it sped up. <laughs> And we just we just kinda sit there we just kinda sit there going you know da da just kinda wiggle around as we're listening to it. When we were watching some Xena on DVD we played back some of the episodes at one point five speed. It was exactly as hilarious as you imagine. Do that, our friend Crystal did that and got bollocked for it. It's very good. It's hella rare that I skip anything to be fair, says Gargantuan Apple. Ah Lewis. Don't skip. Nine. Uh, SL Prawn, hello, says Star Trek, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager are can't skip intros. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. What about the original series? It's only, it's only, oh, it's only good when it's got the lyrics to it. I wrote these to cash a check. Basically. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, Bob's Burgers says uh, John one that totally don't skip Dope says I only skip the title sequences and he kept down uh, when I'm not particularly interested in what I'm watching yeah that's a good it's a, it's a, yeah so you're trying to get through it as quickly as humanly possible yeah. but oh god uh, oh yeah and it's because um, a lot of a lot of streaming only shows now have very very short title sequences then you've got no oh. title sequences at all. If some of them start with the title sequence, sometimes when it like auto skips the next episode, it just jumps the yeah, title yeah, sequence. Yeah, so I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! I want to hear it. Uh, uh. Um, I remember one time it did that for for Limmy's show, and it essentially skipped because like every one of that show would open with like a little thing, and then he turns the camera and go like, "Welcome to Limmy's show," and then the title sequence is just a boom. That's all it is with the title on the screen. And then it cuts back to what he was doing. Mm. A couple of times it just skipped to that. I'm like, you've just missed like a minute of something going on at the beginning. Toast of London. Toast of London. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the end titles as well, actually, I quite yeah. like. And what we do in the shadows. <gasps> yeah, never skip what we do in the shadows. Never skip it. Holy shit, never skip the opening titles to that. What a find. Like, yeah. that, like it's got to be this song. Why? It just has to be. Oh, perfect. Um, i trying to think of any others. Like, I just, I will not... I mean, Red Dwarf. Red yeah. Dwarf as well. Specifically the first two series where it is a minute-long, like... <laughs> Ba, 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 ba. 
<laughs> yeah. And then the 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 Holly the slow floating reveal. head. Yeah, with the with the recaps, no. which are always worth it because there's new jokes. In them. They always end on a new joke, yeah. uh, so they're always worth it. Um, Prawn says Futurama and Simpsons are obvious. Can't skip the intros. Yeah, I mean Futurama. I'm not as big on Futurama as Simpsons. As, Futurama, as there's no people, point so. skipping it because it's quite short and punchy anyway. Yeah, Simpsons. They perfected the art of don't fast forward because every single one had a slight variation on a joke, whether it was the, whatever Maggie was scanned as or what was on the, the well, they lost board. the art of making a show worth watching. <laughs> so. Comedy. Trade off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Kneecap Dan says, why would I watch something I'm not interested in, you may ask? Podcast, re- podcast research, mostly. I have to watch so much trash. So did we. <laughs> number so number did three we. that we're making. Th- oh, so we can watch God. more trash. Oh no. And not have to relate it to current events. Gigantua and Apple. Community's one. That song's a banger. Um, eh. uh, call me and... One's uh, that I must skip, skip the office. Skip the office every time. Yeah. And it's not even that long, yeah. but it's just like, let's get into it while we're waiting. Yeah. Um, Modern Family. I, th- I think I think when the show is like a twenty-one minute sitcom, you're like, come on, let's just go, yeah, let's, go. let's just get let's in. Go. Um, like I want to binge several of these. Yeah. Uh, call me in's trying to uh, cozy up here. A certain Dennis the Menace version. <laughs> yeah, the nineties one. The da 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 da. No. The uh, um, the eighties Transformers show. Never skip that. Oh, never skip Transformers. Never skip like that. <laughs> Um, no matter which weird version of that theme it is. Best piece um, of music ever created to be part of a Transformers product. Go. Incorrect. Dare to be stupid. Weird Ayankovic. Ah, uh, no, it wasn't created to be part of a Transformers product. That's true. Yankovic did it from his album. God damn you. Dare to be stupid. But then he's in the film. He, is he? No, he's not. But they cast him in one of the Netflix era ones. Um, oh yeah! As like a nod to him being on the soundtrack of the movie, think, actually. Oh, pre-Netflix. Yeah, it might be ah. Netflix. Pretflix. I don't know if it was. Pretamonje flicks. I tried to watch the first of those Netflix Transformers shows. It was just so fucking dull. So dull. Yeah. Like, the, the voice acting it was just massive gaps between each line. Oh. It was like it. It, it felt like they'd done it all separately. Which probably had, because you know voice acting. Um, and then then dragged it in, dragged and dropped it onto the timeline. Driggity, driggity, drop drops. Not actually took the gaps out. Mm. Okay. Or and nothing happened. Or there was an annoying human. There was an annoying human character chatting away, and they went. Actually, we can just cut them out. Uh, well, no, because the first one sat on Cybertron. Ah. Um. So it's probably like a talking toaster or something with catchphrases. Talking toaster. <laughs> Talky toaster. Uh, that's why our toaster had blood. Had blew up um, yeah your toaster blew up it didn't blow up your toaster didn't blow up I just got woke up at four this morning by Keats going there's a funny smell and the sockets have gone off I'm like <laughs> oh god am I still dreaming oh god um, and so we had to go check the fuse box and funnily enough the, the, the thing that had tripped all the sockets was the toaster and it did smell a bit funny like a bit burny but there was nothing in it so I don't yeah. fuse if a toaster company would like to sponsor us going forward um, then you have to send me one yeah, we've got to test it first. Yeah, we would not accept a sponsor unless we could test that. Damn if you blow the fuse box, you're paying for it. Um, a couple more bangers have been slipped in. Oh yes. Um, 
first off, X-Men the Animated Series. Oh! Have you seen the Japanese version of that? Yes. Oh! I mean, that is good. I'm still I'm still a sucker for... It's, in fact, like most like anime themes that I've seen tend to not be skippable. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Don't skip that shit. It's a banger of a song. Neon... Genesis, Genesis Evangelion. Evangelion. Evangelion, Evangelion. Ava. People call it Ava. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Evangelion, Evangelion. Yeah. Big Bellendian. Big Bellendian. Thank you. Um, Thank you very much. Yeah. No, uh, I ain't skipping that. And Spectacular Spider-Man has been suggested. That one is fucking bop, to be fair. Living on the huge The best part of the 90s spinners. Amazing Spider-Man TV show is the, is the theme tune. And the only good part of yeah. it. Yeah. I'm sorry, but... It's For not everyone, very good. Everyone who keeps going, oh, it's not seriously, Night Spider Man. Oh, it's my jam. It's bad. You've not rewatched it. <laughs> it's bad. It's awful. It's really bad. Um, oh. Um. Batman the animated series. Batman. The, mm, yeah. I ain't skipping that one. And that's impressive because it's a slow burn. Like it's a slow arrangement of the Elfman theme. Explosion at the bank. Boom. Oh, I love it. So good. So good. Very good. Keek says, I want to check the fuse box myself, but it's really high up over the front door. Oh, no, I'm not mad that she woke me up. It was just weird. Fuck is that? Yeah, I was like, Is that the toaster? No, it's the moster. And you're not getting a new toaster. I said, like, you're not getting one. You're like, eh. Nah. You can grill it. We will get a grill. new toaster eventually. Just you know, grill that bread in the meantime. Isn't it? In, yeah, just grill that bread. Grill it. Grill it. Grill um, that bread. Raise that sail. Ho! Hook. Um, what? Uh, we talked about Hook before. We talked about Hook. We talked about Hook because I saw it a couple, again a couple of weeks ago. Well, I saw half of it. I didn't see the whole thing. Where did you get up to? Or where did you start? Um, I got up to uh, Peter being saved by the mermaids. Right. Weirdly getting snogged by mermaids. No, they were giving him oxygen. And grabbing his dick. Fucking lip locks three different mermaids in about two seconds. How much oxygen do they need to give him? All they need to do is get him out of the water. Look, Robin Williams was a handsome man. He was at the height of his powers. And they're mermaids. They don't see hairy people. He was exotic. He is very hairy. (laughs) They were like, we've got to kiss him. We're really sorry, mate. We have to kiss you. The late, great, hairy-knuckled Robin Williams. (laughs) A late, great, actual baboon in a suit. Hairy man Robin Williams. Lou didn't know that there was a Popeye movie and Matt showed her a clip of it before and now she wants him to leave the house. Horrifying. (laughs) Big arms! His arms are so big. His prosthetic arms. Um, Gigantra says, I got the new Marvel Legends X-Men the animated series figures today and they're gorgeous. Have you seen them? Yeah. Beautiful. And they're in like VHS... Yeah, style yeah. cases and there's a, it's like a Jubilee Wolverine and Mr. Sinister I think the first Mr. one Mr. Sinister they revealed Jean Grey today in a controversially shit apparently it, uh, orange suit with a blue tunic it's just not it's just not very interesting is it it's not a very interesting it, costume it's, it's a very what is this saying about 
What does this say about your, you, Gene? Your powers. Like, a few of the 90s X-Men designs are a bit like that, though. It's like, what is this actually telling me about Yeah, it? Like, all the Wolver- 90s Wolverine's costume, are. 70s, you know, he's got these little knuckle things, he's got this spiky helmet, well, well, his mask, it's like, he's saying, oh, he's feral because he's got hairy arms out, like, there's something going on there. He's, he's got tiger stripes on his side. The 90s oh, he's Wolverine feral, costume you know? is basically his original costume. Oh, but that's like, what I mean. That's what I mean. Like all the insignia much. on it is yeah. like it sort of tells you something. Yeah. Cyclops, blue, 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 flashes of yellow, flashes of yellow, and then this big red and yellow thing on his face, and you're like, the What's visor. That? As long as Cyclops yeah. has got the visor, his yeah. costume's doing the right thing. Iceman don't have a costume. Beast, it's fucking blue. Don't need a costume. Yeah, big furry blue cum. St- um, Storm has an Storm. unnecessarily big billowy cape going from like her wrists to her back but on each arm she's actually wearing clothes but you look time. at but you look at it it's like that's like a sail it's yeah. sort of like it's oh okay wind right got you okay fine but then like jubilee i'm just in a yellow coat i'm just in punk stuff uh, punk stuff <laughs> mall rat stuff like, you know and i'm I mean? jean gray what are your powers i am uh, i'm telekinetic I'm dull. and and telepathy and and I, if I concentrate, I can sort of fly short distances. Cool. Uh, what are you dressed in? That's f- I'm fucking no. Body sock. It's the body sock. Gambit. Head sock. Why? <laughs> Why the head sock? Metal collar bit. Why? Why? If that was where he kept his collapsible staff, like like a necklace staff, it'd be shit. But L- literally, with Gambit, sense. keep his keep his knee eye boots. Whatever. Sure. He's got his weird knee eye metal boots, yeah, hasn't he? Keep them. Keep he's him. supposed to be a fucking thief. He's covered in bits of plate metal. Keep him, because he's got his staff, and you can have that be the same metal. So you're sort of showing that he, he can brawl. He's going to kick and stuff. <laughs> but drop the weird armour on his upper body. And just give him a fucking purple shirt. Yeah. Which they did in... Mm. Um, Ultimate X-Men. In no, Ultimate X-Men, he's in, in like low-key clothes uh, as well. Extreme... X... No, X-Factor. Where the post... That looks weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, For those of you at home, Matt just got his penis out. Um, I didn't. You can't say that. Um, I can, and I did. And I will again. The proof is that it hasn't happened. Uh, in uh, X Factor, that it was not the. It was the post. Come on, nerd. One. Come on, nerd. But it, Peter David came back to it. It was when they were working for Serval Industries. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was the first. Keep X going. Factor. Keep going. It was the first X Factor reboot. You got this. It was the second X Factor. Did he still reboot. have a face sock? He had a. He had a face. No. 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 He didn't. Did he have long hair? Oh my god, he's looking it up. He's looking it up, boys and girls. Um, uh, in the meantime, uh, if you've got any questions for us that you'd like to ask about the show or the future of the show, maybe you came in too late, maybe you just want to ask us about some pop culture stuff that's on your mind right now, send them in because we'll respond to them uh, in this next half hour of the recording of this, the final asterisk episode of Big Damn Cast. Oh no, I'm wrong. He didn't have a, he didn't have a purple. And after all that, sock. after all that, it was uh, it was a, a uniform body glove, without the weird that all the whole team had, but with the jacket added. Right, I. Why is he covered in cats in this image? I don't because dude likes cats, isn't it? Dude likes cats. I think it was his, hey, so, it was his, so, his solo series at the time where he had the, the purple shirt. Throw me a cat. Yeah. Throw me a cat. Um. He's going to charge those cats with kinetic energy and then throw them at the target and then they'll explode. John says, I see your uh, Evangelion, Matt, and raise you Gurren Langen. I'm not familiar Gurren with Lagen? Gurren Langen. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I, I assume so. Like I say, most of the anime stuff that I've come across has had banger theme tunes. I've been meaning... Japanese not to do theme tunes. I've been meaning to, and I think now's the time, uh, means to actually watch Cowboy Bebop. 
Yeah, Cowboy Bebop. Apparently. It's like what? Well, it's like twenty odd episodes. Yeah. Solid like run, and then there's a film. Yeah. I'll do that. Um, Harry says, even as someone who grew up watching Night Spidey, it doesn't hold up. Particularly no, seasons two doesn't. to five. Season one with Lee's influence just about holds up, but not it still It's not amazing. It barely held up at the time. Rise of the TMNT. I've still not watched any Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's the most recent iteration. Oh, I, think one that, I think that one's done that. now as well. The one uh, before that, had a Nickelodeon yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nickelodeon TMNT, yeah. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay. He just shifts the notes of like the classic one. Yeah. Um, More chanting. Here we go with the Link Me Ninja Team Talk stream on the scene doing Ninja Thing. Yes, that was a great show. Actually. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't skip the theme music on that either. That was a Such a good show. Um, Adventure Time. Uh, oh, Millsy says in relation to Adventure Time. Yes. Yes. And the end credits as well. The end credits yeah. too. Just come along with me. Millsy in uh, mention of the Spider Man animated series. Started watching it and Morbius' story went on for 20 million episodes with rather watch the new film and that's saying something. Oh, yeah, the Morbius thing. God. For the police, I need plasma. Um, Fuck off. And how Black Cat gets involved with Morbius. It's very strange. Don't like that, Sorry, Draper. Don't like that. Mm-mm. Don't like it. Uh, Gargantuan Apple says MTV Spidey's League's better than the 90s one. I agree. And that's uh, not great. It's just different and weird. To be um, better than the night you spidey, it doesn't have to be great. Michael Dawn is Craven, the voice has of Craven. To be fairly competent. Michael Dawn is the voice of Craven. Yeah, okay. It's a great casting. Um, it's really good. And there's no black cat for weird legal reasons. Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, and the villains at the end of the series are these psychic twins who are not from any of the source material. It's weird. They do a version of they do a version of Rocket Racer, but like it's a, not Rocket Racer. They're not like a weird version of the Midwich Cuckoos from X Men. Yes. But it's not them. Like there's no reference to it or anything. It's um, and and like they don't do Black Cat, but they do a character called Talon. For reasons. Well, I guess they were wanting to say that because it was ba- it was spinning out of the night the two thousand one movie, wasn't it? Yes. Well, yeah. In that weird, the characters clearly don't look anything like the characters from. But it's from supposed to be the Spider Man, right? but um, and they make an X Men reference. You know, um, I bet even the X-Men get to go to parties. It's like, oh, that's funny, because there was a deleted scene in that original film where Stan Lee was a sunglasses salesman. Yeah. They said, like, buy them, wear them, just the ones just like the X-Men wear, which is a reference to, like, the black leather look from a couple of years ago. Um, uh, I mean, there's some Spidey villains in that. There's a Lizard episode, which is pretty great. Uh, there's Craven. Craven's a villain in the last, uh, in the two-parter at the end of the series. Yeah. Um, uh, b- Big Wheel slash Rocket Racer sort of get merged into one character. <laughs> um, Big Wheel. And, and, and Kingpin. There's a Kingpin episode. Oh, yeah. It's Michael with Clark Michael Clark Duncan, Duncan yeah, as the Kingpin. Yeah. So it's them going, maybe we're in the same world as the Daredevil movie. Who knows? You're in the Daredevil. Um, Bunch of cack blockers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord. Um, what? <laughs> Keith Keek, spat a hook factoid. I'm fairly confident that they shaved him for Pan. In reference to Robin Williams. Shaved him. Waxed him. Waxed him clean. Uh, Like a child. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh yeah, Electro's in that series too. I forgot about that. There's a whole episode with Electro. and It's the first time he was blue in any medium outside of Ultimate Spider-Man. In fact, he wasn't blue in Ultimate Spider-Man in his first couple of appearances. He wasn't. He he was in like a weird leather one-piece suit with a lightning bolt like open shirt. He was blue by the time the video game came along. Yes. Um, yes, he was. Yes. Because I remember that. Um, by the time of Ultimate Six, he's blue. Yeah. Um, hmm. 
uh, <laughs> Pasty Sheep's joined this recording of episode 300 to ask, what? This isn't a live reenactment of the Zack Snyder movie 300? <laughs> I'm hooked. Um, this is Sparta. We could get topless, but it is too hot for Twitch. It is too hot so, for Twitch. Um, it's also too hot in general because it's been really... It's the, here in the greater Manchester area, it has been sunny, but kind of not warm sunny today. Hmm. Like, there's just been these bouts of, oh, it's really hot now all of a sudden. And then yeah. as the evening settled in, it's got really usually, warm. Usually if you're in glass, if you're in somewhere that we're surrounded by glass, because glass amplifies heat. Oh, so you've been sweltering today. In your Peacemaker watching den. Peacemaker watching. You watched all of Peacemaker in one go today. I watched Peacemaker all day. Legally today. I've definitely only watched it today. Um. (laughs) Uh, For Peacemaker, asks Millsy Who. Yes. Was it hard to watch a whole series where you can't see the lead? It's a very colourful costume. (laughs) Yeah, you can see the the clothes moving around. It's very. Ah, That's what the helmets are for. So the viewer knows where his head is. It's a very invisible man. Um. (laughs) <laughs> you see his clothes uh, John can't skip the credits of Gravity Falls no fair yeah yeah fair yeah, play yeah, yeah, fair yeah, yeah. play and good choice yeah uh, so Kneecap Dan asks Kneecap Dan asks what are your favourite and least favourite things about the 300 glorious episodes you've done and this whole experience so far so far um, uh, any episodes or experiences stand out as particularly good or bad Anytime um, we've had guests on, there's been a fucking riot. That's been really, it's yeah, that's been Absolute really fun. Riot, because it's this weird little pocket dimension yeah. where suddenly you're welcoming in, you know, welcoming in a lovely friend, and having All to sort friends. of, or, or, and having to make them sit there while you go right. We just need to do this stuff. Yeah. And we need to hit it, and it's a very odd sensation. It is a very odd sensation. Um, and then it's always a laugh. And then it always ends up being some of the best episodes <laughs> as a result. Yeah, and the fact that some of you guys got talking to the guests now some of you guys got competitive like John had the longest episode of the show yeah that was quite good with a guest in yeah and then I think we topped it with your Game of Thrones recap yes that was like three and a half hours that or something that was better part of four hours wasn't it and then I think Charlie on his next appearance tried to break John's record and then like later on he just about yeah. managed it or something and it was it was nuts how much that became a competition. Yeah. Uh, yeah I always yeah. felt that when Billy uh, was a guest, he just wanted to get the episode off. Because, <laughs> like, he's he's, he's... he's... He's such a, like... He's such a proper joker, and he's up for... He's like, this will be really fun. And then he's like, fucking hell, you guys are just running this into the... Ground. Yeah, yeah. We could be watching Venom again. To be um, fair, that's, that's what I've been saying for the past 200 episodes. I think that one is a highlight. <laughs> I think that one is a highlight, though, actually. The, the, the Billy... Oh, uh, Billy Tracy, John Granson, and, and Dan Scherer uh, guest episode where they took us to see Venom because we were going to see it. I we mean, weren't in a rush. We I mean, really kind of didn't want to. And then... And again, just to reiterate for anyone who's new, Matt, duck your head forward slightly. See that there, folks? It's a big fuck-off Venom toy. I like him. I like Venom. There's another there's a symbiote Spider-Man down there. I like Venom. I do. I didn't want to see the movie. Inexplicably. I didn't want to see the film. Well, come on. I fell in... I As a kid, I loved to draw him. Yeah. As a reader, I fell in love with the Rick, Rick Remender Flash Thompson Agent Venom era. Yeah. So... And now I've read all the, the Ryan Stegman and then... Uh, no, it wasn't Ryan Stegman. He's been illustrating it. Whoever wrote it for like two years and then Donny Cates took over. I've been reading that recent run. Um, and it's amazing. 
It's so good. Yeah. I've not started the new... Cullen Bunn. Cullen Bunn! Cullen Bunn's yeah. great. Really good horror writer. Especially when he plays in the superhero sandbox. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and he did a really good run on uh, Thunderbolts as well. Yes. With Agent Venom. Yeah. Um, see? We talk about nerdy shit. Um, occasionally. Um, but yeah, we, we weren't like dying to see the movie. And then they were like, we've already seen it. We will take you to see it. Uh, and mean... then we'll record the big damn cast with you. And like... Just sitting there in the cinema, reacting to this movie, and then both kind of looking to the side to see three little excited faces staring back at us. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, it's hilarious. That's yeah. that's one of my favourite ones. Yeah, that's quite good. Um, Charlie surprising us with a fucking Mexican wrestling oh, in the fifth birthday episode. Oh, that was very good. Because we were already like, that was the last time we streamed one live as well. Yeah. We, we we knew that it was going to be. Anytime a laugh. we're having Charlie on, it's going to be a good time. We know um, we just know it's going to be a good time. And like, we 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 got a tweet when we, with the, the hints of the last few days of like the last one. Uh, someone was like, "Fucking Charlie better be there." <laughs> it's, it's the last one. Well, don't worry about it. Because Char- it isn't the last one. Charlie may not be appearing in another episode of Big Damn Cast, but neither are we. But we'll be appearing in something else, and Charlie is more than welcome to show up in it. It's the last one of these, but it's not the last one. For those who've joined us late. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the last one. Um, it's just the, the last of these ones. Uh, is there any, are there any bad Big Damn memories? Like, um, obviously not something to drag the tone down, not, but not, like... Not of, like, bad episodes, but just, like, generally, the general sort of trying to get shit sorted when, sometimes has been exhausting when there has been zero fucking interesting thing happening in the pop culture landscape oh yeah we, yeah that's tough because like the way we the way we plan the show out is it's sort of like every fourth well, no, like every fourth or fifth one will sort of have like a topic most times like you know what I mean there's something we're like yeah. oh we'll talk about that that week because that's coming out yeah or Oh, we wanted to do uh, uh, another trivia episode because they're always a laugh. We just like put each other on the spot. Let's do that, and you know. So we we those ones are fun, but then twenty twenty in particular, all the news stories became. um, Well, this thing's been delayed, and the release date for this is now in question because they don't know when it's getting made. And we're having to record it remotely, which was just a fucking slog. Yeah, which like when we do that. We normally do that well, on average about ten times a year. If that Panto yeah. Panto season, maybe Easter show season, yeah. and maybe like if one of us is really unwell, yeah, we'll do it remotely. And then for for a year and a half, God. the show was remote. And put it this way, it was the one trillion thing inconvenienced in terms of priority. Yeah, that year yeah, on this yeah. planet. But it it was so annoying because like the way we'd record it is we'd get together, it was either like Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, and we'd record it over Skype. Yeah. And then I'd send you my audio. Yeah. You'd you'd engineer the audio file. Yeah. I'd get the graphics done based on what we talked about. Yeah. Because obviously it was that unpredictable. I couldn't like pre-make anything. Um. And then you'd send it back to me through Drive or we transfer or whatever, and then I'd download it and have to render it. It was just this whole thing that was already quite tough to slot into the week, even though we had all the time in the world because we were in lockdown. Yeah. It was just like, this is the most... And here's the thing. When you make like a, a really big meal or you decorate a room or 
I don't know, like, you've got a giant freaking new platoon of, like, space marines. War hamsters. For war, you know, war hamsters. It's long and it's tough and you put so much time and effort into it. But then at the end of it, yeah. you play and display that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Or exactly. You, you sit in that room and enjoy it. Yeah. Or you eat that delicious meal. We're not listening back to Big Damn Cast every week. No. Well, uh, like, well at one point I was having to because my uh, shitty laptop was... Oh, your shitty laptop. It was your shitty laptop, actually. Before you got this new Mac. But, yeah. Um, was pulling the recordings out of sync with each other. Yeah, there was like this weird, slight, it was imperceivable yeah. um, shift. You just, have to, you just have you to just, listen yeah. to it and then go, And then oh, keep God. fixing it. And um, yeah. that was happening for a while and that just... I think so, that's the closest I came to quitting and just being like, <laughs> fuck this. I remember you said that to me at the time. You said like, just... I, I don't know if I can keep doing it. And I said, send them to me. Yeah. Like, I'll like... Or, or we'll alternate. Like yeah, I'll do yeah. one week, you do the yeah. next. I'll do one week. Yeah, this was pre. This was pre-pandemic. This was. Um, this no, was... that was post-pandemic. Oh no, I had the new laptop by that point. No. Oh no. No, I know what it was. Audacity this... wasn't compatible with this yeah, one. Yeah, I, yeah. Had, I had to have like a pre-dinky version. That was once when I, that yeah. was when I was working at Amazon. It was just fucking exhausting. Oh, you can slag them off now because you're well out of there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck those guys. Um, we only ever hinted who you were working for when you were slagging them off. Now we can only ever hint about it. Penis McMillionaires. I have to be really careful about who I'm working with at the moment because I don't want to uh, say something online and get in trouble for it because then I'll lose my job. Um, so, yeah. That implies you have bad things to say about it. Well, Gossip! No. Um, no, no, no. No bad things to say about that. Just bad things in general. <laughs> just, um, just bad stuff yeah yeah oh right so if you for example said uh, Conti bollocks right now so if, if for example I was JK Rowling and um, like to talk about a certain group of people uh, as if they were non-existent or you know uh, a, an enormous subculture of sex offenders that would get me in trouble but because I'm not JK Rowling I don't want to um, give much airtime to her in in this last regular episode of the Big Dog Cast, but can we just briefly talk about what a fucking monster she is? Just and I, and that might sound like oh it's a bit much. No, I'm sorry. To double, triple, and quadruple down never, on on her transphobia. Never has someone so beloved oh, become so virulently hateful so quickly. It's mad. I saw a joke tweet today that said, um, "Wouldn't it be terrifying if her husband got sick of all this?" And divorced her, and then she met um, Graham Linehan on like Tinder. Well, that'd be fine because we could just lock the doors of the building that they're both in and cut off their Wi-Fi. <laughs> we only have to sabotage one internet connection. Ah, uh, trans rights. J.K. Rowling is a turf. Um, <laughs> another question from Rebecca: Can you ever refer to Florence Pugh without calling her Florence Pugh Pugh Pugh? Who? Florence Pew Pew Pew. Oh, Florence Pew Pew. Yeah, yeah can we ever call Florence Pew 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 uh, something not Florence Pew Pew Pew? Uh, Florence... Are you familiar with the actor Florence Pew? Pew Pew Barney McGrew. Cuthbert Dibble. <laughs> Cuthbert Dibble and Kit Bishop. Kit um, <laughs> Bishop. Kit Bishop. Oh, uh, I want a Kate Bishop and Elena team up. Uh, just like movie series, whatever. Um, series of light novels, I don't know, just... <laughs> 
Uh, Harry Draper wants to point out that Billy Tracy doing his Venom impression on the show was a real highlight. Yeah, 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 it was. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yes, Billy's Venom was highlight we remember fondly to this day. Uh, Speaking of fond memories, our first ever, like, really big deal guest. Uh, Can you remember when that was? Because it was, uh, it was, it was, it was was Christmas of 2016. (laughs) Fuck me. Yeah. Pasty Sheep says... Guy Lambert as Father Christmas was top tier. Wait, you mean Father Christmas? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he popped out. <laughs> yeah. Like, and the occasional sentence yeah. from Guy would come in. And... Yeah. <laughs> okay, no. I love that we do that. We said to Guy, like, we'd love to get you on the podcast. And he said, Ooh, I don't know. I'd lo- I want to see you, lovely boys, but I don't, I don't know if I want to be on it, really. No, I don't want to talk to you. And we said, <laughs> and we said it's, the Christ- it's the Christmas one. Do you want to be Father Christmas? You went, Oh, all right. Oh, all right. But that began our Christmas recording tradition, where not last year because last year was otherwise we knew we'd get a Christmas episode recorded. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the week of, uh, and and we had to hit deadlines like no way home and everything. But for the years prior, we'd always pre-record the. If you go back and listen to any of the Christmas ones that are Christmas they're, they're specific, all, yeah, they're always pre-recorded. They're always pre-recorded in early November. And we would always buy a shitload of mince pies and <laughs> have either like mulled wine or something like while and sometimes you even record an episode while we do it. Yeah. <laughs> will I you make this buying all the mince pies? Will you make this the longest ever show for the last one? He's had a full day of work and I have to edit this bitch. Uh, no. no. <laughs> Your Halloween episode from 2018 is one of my favourites. The sanity just starts to disappear as it goes on and on, oh, and there's chaotic clarity by the end. 2018 Halloween, 2018 episode. Halloween or holiday? Halloween episode. Halloween episode. Mm. I don't remember. What's that one, Gagantuan? Happen reminders. I don't remember any of these. <laughs> I don't remember any of the 299 episodes we've done previous to this. As soon as I finish talking on an episode, it goes on my head. John says, I didn't remember that I was in the Venom review. <laughs> So it was a treat to revisit after listening to us and Billy talking about Venom 2. God. <laughs> Carnage electric, uh, electric Boogaloo. Um, Venom 2, let there be... I mean, that... <laughs> movie of the year, isn't it? It's just glorious. Oh, Mr. Soft Touch from the Drunken Christmas movie wrap-up <laughs> is another highlight. <laughs> Mr. Irresistible from the fifth oh, birthday. Oh, Mr. Irresistible. <laughs> Speaks only the language of love. Whilst, um, like, pounding you into the mat, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, but, you know, just <laughs> pounding. Fuck Oh, keep hell. going. That's, that's nice. No, I can't. I'll get in trouble. Um, Ian says, there was a few weeks during lockdown... When the stuff that we touched on one week ahead of that like following one got moved oh, moved God, back and yeah. then moved back again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um that was horrible. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, I think we I think we joked about this off mic last week. Yeah. Um Dopey says, I saw someone suggest Charlie as the next Doctor Who, based on seeing him in Corrie. We joked about it because someone had tweeted out. Oh that yeah, <laughs> yeah, Char- yeah. Charlie was. This. People were speculating that Charlie might be the next Doctor Who. I'd love that because of the recent announcement that he and a few others are leaving Coronation Street, yeah. and the timing of it, and all this, and it's like, right. I mean, 
for the sake of like Charlie's career agent or whatever, we aren't going to give you any extra information. But it was hilarious to read that. <laughs> it was absolutely hilarious to read that because it was just this whole thing of, oh my god, is he in the running in some people's heads? That's amazing. That's I love it. We we know a bookie's favorite. Oh, we know a bookie's favorite. On that subject, we need to talk about Huge Grant. We do need to talk about Huge Grant. Uh, keep your questions coming in. We'll catch up with all of them. Um, uh, so do that. Uh, yeah. Why? So why why would you why would you want Hugh Grant to be? I mean, talk about take it, care of the universe for him. He's put a lot of work into it. Just and they regenerate into Joanna Lumley. Even the universe can't bear to be without the Doctor. Look, right? Look. I'm looking. Just Except just for the people who are listening, who are listening. You want to... You wanna... <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's wish fulfilment. It's wish fulfilment for a certain segment of the Doctor Who fandom. Yeah. Who, after having a very di- two very different female Doctors from what we normally get, normally get, in the Doctor Who mould, want to, to return to the most... Predictable, bland, milk toast, white dude choice. And you said white. Imaginable. You left that little gap, and I thought you were going to do Gazopas or Fields. <laughs> white, 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 white guilt, guilt. Uh, choice. <laughs> it's like Hugh Grant. I mean, now, respect to Hugh Grant. I like Hugh Grant as an actor. He's in his character actor phase now. He is in his character actor phase. He has been for the phase. last 10 years. He is. he is. He has played the Doctor in Curse Fatal Death, yeah. one of the incarnations. Yes. Um, he, was the, he was the handsome Doctor. Unlike Richard E. Grant, who was the lick the mirror handsome doctor. Lick the mirror. Um, and, uh, ah, Richard E. Grant. And also, he was Russell's first choice when he was bringing yeah. it back. He wanted Hugh Grant to do it. But I can't Hugh Grant was like, I don't know, I don't know if it's for me. And he went, fair enough. And then Chris Eccleston was like, are you doing Doctor Who? I'd like to throw my hat in. And Russell went, oh my God, of course. Really? I didn't think you'd ever want... Brilliant, yes. And started writing it for him. Um, then he got to work with Hugh Grant on A Very English Scandal years later. So, the stars have aligned see, in places. The thing, the thing is, though, but, I yeah. can't see. Yeah. And I have no insight into his creative process or his thought process, <laughs> but I cannot see the Russell T. Davis of 2022. R2-D2. Casting, yeah. Angrier than before, Russell. Casting Hugh Grant. No. As the Doctor. No. Coming after Jodie Whittaker. If for no other reason than it feels like a Rise of Skywalker moment. Where you're just gonna go, oh yeah no it is that stuff you wanted everyone everything that came before look at this this huge sea change that's just come and shaken things up and now lets us go into a really new and interesting direction yeah. but actually we're not gonna do that we're gonna do we're gonna ignore we're gonna pretend it never happened we're gonna act actually we're not even gonna pretend it never happened we're gonna actively contradict it mm. and say oh that yeah no no that was that's not what that's not what was going on at all. Um, that was an experiment. Yeah, and it just... And that, yeah, that's why... I mean, I've been very vocal. I think the next Doctor has to have one limitation and it has to be a female performer yeah. just to set it, it in stone. To just to it set it to in stone for the general public who just go, oh, Jodie Whittaker, she's Doctor, isn't she? And that's their, knowledge, that's their knowledge of it. You set it in stone that the Doctor oh, will oh. now be anything after this next incarnation. Oh, even better... A non-binary, a non-binary or, or gender non-conforming performer. Oh, agree. Let's just throw gender out yeah. the fucking window completely. Let's oh, just yeah. get it. Just get it gone. Yeah, well, get for, it gone. Well, for me, I think next one female. Just to like say, doc, girl doctor was not an experiment. 
like the doctor can be female now and then after that you open the floodgate to everybody anyone yeah. who you want to cast in it if you want to get if you want to skip to that stage now sure yay good still um but to go back to an archetypal choice yeah like because uh, it is an it is yeah. If you'd have asked, um, let's go back and look at all the the the, the bookies odds for all the doctors since the night. Yeah, yeah. Hugh Grant would be fucking in there. Oh, Hugh Grant, Bill Nye, Bill, Bill um, Nye, like Patson Joseph always comes in as a late contender, which I, I don't hate. I don't hate. I, do not hate. I don't hate. Uh, he would be very good, and he it's been a long be. enough time since him playing the slimy weakest link contestant for it to and not you know, be weird. If, if we're not going to get a female Doctor, having a a, a person of colour play the Doctor is still a positive change. Ch- changing I mean, the status quo of the show as it was. I did with Joe Martin, but yeah. she hasn't been the main the character. regular Doctor. Yeah. So um, it's, still, it's still moving in the right direction. If it, I mean, the suggestion that keeps coming up that I keep going, yes, is Tanaya Miller. Yeah, sure. It's like, sure, yes, sure, 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 yes, yes. And again, sure. Russell alumni has worked with him, knows the shit, is yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, what was wonderful about this story, the U Grant speculation, is that it all started to come around on Monday morning, and on Monday U-Grant. night, oh U Grant, huge Grant. Oh, okay, okay. On Monday night, huge Grant completely quashed the rumor on his social media by saying, "Yeah, no offense to Doctor Who, but this is bullshit." Mm. And it's like, there you go. And know. yet, this morning, all the sites that regurgitate news stories and whatnot. And just copy paste it and change the word in. Have all been reporting it today on Journalism. Tuesday because none of them have gone to Hugh Grant's like, Twitter to see that he's made a statement saying, "Yeah, no, not true." Journalists. Got I mean, to be fair to them, he would deny it anyway. True. Well, he just wouldn't say anything. Like now, you know, going back to James Gunn. James Gunn regularly debunks all these fucking websites he does, and, he does. and YouTube journalists like Grace Randolph, and goes like, "Yeah, this is horseshit." Yeah. What you're saying is horseshit. And but by that point, the story's already been shared by all these sites that just pump out content yeah. at a rate of knots. And very rarely do any of them do the follow up saying James Gunn denies this. It's it's ugh. Yeah. the reason why I blocked a lot of those sites on my Google News feed. Yeah, I keep seeing job adverts on LinkedIn for Screen Rant, and oh, I'm God, like, no. I mean that'd be that'd be easy for me to do because it's remote. You just check you in with the office. Know that they're no. not gonna be, they're gonna be but fucking the, hell. To but then I look to the application. The application, you need to turn in some like 23 articles a week and you have to use their structure for the article, which means they have a very distinct... And you can, if you just go on any of their articles, you can see it. Nah. Head, headline that's eye-catching, brief sentence related to the headline, explain what the thing is. Explain like something someone said about it. Fuck that. Briefly touch on the headline thing, but obviously it's not the same as the headlines alluded it to be shitload of information underneath about the product in general like it's pointless pointless Copy garbage from press releases basically um so i was just Learning like no changed. i just i can't do that I'd, I'd cry just copy it out but change the words around so it makes it look like it's yours <laughs> uh to be fair as a listener the 2020 year is one of my favorite eras of the podcast as gigantuan because of how much work you guys put into keeping it aloft there you well, go. Thank you for that. It's worth it. That's good. Thank it's you very, very much. Very sweet. So like, listening to us being frustrated that fuck all was happening in the yeah. world helped you guys get on with the frustration. Very frustrating time. Very frustrating time. Harry Harry Draper, big damn love was great. Loved those. I'd love to do more of them. It's just so much work. Patreon.com/slash/big damn cast. 
when it comes back, which it will in it was, some form. And, 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 and it's one of those things to be like brutally honest about it. It was mm. so much work for so little return. Yeah, and that's not obviously like the people who watched it. No one ever watched them. The people who watched it. Yeah. Thank you so much for watching it. But what? But it never it never grew it or ne- spread it further. Never grew. Uh, now what if it shrunk. <laughs> now longer form big damn love, as part of going forward in the future. Again, yeah. Stay tuned. Um. Because it's a concept we like. And I know you've got at least five or six of the concepts already like half scripted or like listed up and plotted. Yeah. So it will happen, but it'll look different. Um, and it'll probably be done in a way where I will set up everything that's needed technically. Yeah, I, will just I, get, up I get you in to read your lines and then I edit Here's it. Is my present. Send it to you. You check it. And then, yeah. Which i'm up for um uh, but the only way to justify that is we get more financial support so i can actually do that in my time and spend time doing it patreon.com slash big dumbcast um <laughs> pasty sheep says in the moth of madness was my first episode loved it ever since starting from scratch can't wait for what comes next all luck and love gents bless you pasty in the moth of madness was that the pe- was that was that the, was that the recap Aldi two part? I think it was the third. So the moth of madness and throbbing, throbbing peat meat. Meat. Yeah, <laughs> throbbing peat meat is one of my favorite throbbing titles. Throbbing peat meat. It's just disgusting. What were your favorite titles? I want to know that in the comments. I'm one of mine is "What look. Does James Franco Smell uh, Like?" What do, uh, everybody's favorite Krampus. What about yeah, Guillermo del Toro? Everybody's favorite Krampus. Everybody's favorite um, Krampus. Just, just, yeah. Let's have a look at some of these titles that we've done. Gantry said, I big damn love, big damn love, such a wonderful ray positivity and ray positivity and a big influence on the stuff I made after they came out. Yeah, if you've not seen Gagantu and Apple's channel, folks, go and look him up. Lewis Palmer, yeah. go and look him up on YouTube. Yeah. Um because yeah. his stuff is fantastic. Do it, do it, do it. Um and also, yeah, that was one reason we did Big Damn Love, and that was the name and that was the intent, is we realised that when we wanted to make video content. We didn't just want to be posting a lot of negative shit. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone was doing it at that point. It was just takedowns. We're now sort of living in the era of YouTube video essay revisionism. People don't tend to be taking stuff down. Or if they do, they're being constructively critical of it. You know what I mean? They're being a lot more like, mm. here's why it didn't quite work for me. And I think that if this had changed or that had changed. And this is, this is objectively awful. But this had potential. And, la, la, la. and it's like, this is refreshing to see. Even so, you know, channels like Red Letter Media, which I know you stopped watching because of um, just it's how cynical just it became. So negative. They've kind of they've changed back because they you can see they've got bored of being negative. Yeah. So they don't review any films they don't want to see. They only ever review stuff they actually go and watch now. Yeah. Which is nice because if they don't like it, they don't like it, but they chose to go and see it, and they joke about the fact they're like, oh, yeah. and and their series review has become my favorite show on their channel. Well, they just pick because a thing that they really yeah. love yeah, and yeah. they talk about it. And that's what Big Damn Love yeah. was about. And that was, that again, that was you early on. You were like, I don't want to do any stuff where we just go off on one. We, we teased... That, well, we do that on the podcast, but... Yeah, yeah. but, but as for the videos, I think we teased doing a mini-series of Big Damn Hate. Yeah. Like, for, oh, we just can't stand this thing and here's why's. But we never did, and probably because we were just like, why? 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 We don't need to do it, that. It's, it's doable in a way that's, again, constructive and interesting... Uh, Movie Bob on YouTube is a series called Really That Good, and there's a three-part one-off called Really That Bad about Batman v Superman. Yeah, that is just this fascinating critique and breakdown of narrative yeah, and everything. It's interesting. Yeah, it's not just a this is shit. And it's, and he makes a point in that saying I would I never like do it. another one beside yeah. this. Like this is it. Um, woo, that's big. 
Uh, Herbig. 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 2018 Halloween was Halloween Larks and Rosa Parks. It was nearly three hours, featured Charlie, a very drunk man, oh, and ramblings yeah, about Ghostwatch and Michael Parkinson. There we go, there we go. That's why it was good fun. Halloween Larks and um, Rosa Parks. What a title. I'm just looking at some of these. Um, Millsy Who says the Avia Rad song always brings a smile to my face. I always sing it when it comes up. Avia Rad. Avia Rad. Avia Rad. Avia Rad. Avia Rad. Got venom on his lunchbox. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, on the of that, did you see Christina Ricci is going to be in the Wednesday series? Yes, but not as Wednesday. Not as Wednesday Adams, which makes sense because it's Wednesday in high school. Like, and yeah, she has a forever youthful face. But, but she's not that fucking young. She's not like um, eighteen. Um, oh, big the, thick Capaldic. Big thick Capaldic. Uh, it was bulbous and sweating. Was the first one throbbing peat meat? Throbbing peat meat. Throbbing peat meat. Oh, was, was, yeah. Um, I reference the Avia Rad song a lot, and nobody ever gets what I'm referencing. Well, brilliant. Yeah, good. Madness. Never let them understand it. What, question for anyone who listens to our show. Yes. When the weird credit to Avia Rad came up on screen at the end of No Way Home in the cinema, were you all just like, oh, bloody hell. We neg the Meg. Avia Rad, we neg the Meg. <laughs> oh, God. Meg's on legs. <laughs> Meg's on legs. Jesus, that was that was a highlight. Megs on legs. Matt and the Bridge Baby is another bridge highlight. Bridge Baby, fucking hell. Not to be not to be confused with Can a Baby. Would a baby? Should a baby? No, of course not. Can a baby? My God, I'll get around to writing it one of these. Um, oh, there's a few email. Gantry and Apples mentioned they've sent an email and where they talk about some faves. So we'll we'll we'll. Oh get yeah, into that. cool, 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 uh, cool, 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 cool. One of Ian's favorite cool, titles is Disney cool, Plus cool, is played cool, cool, cool. by Sky Ghosts. <laughs> I've still not watched a lot of those, but we, we need to have a Sky Ghost. Fuzz Bucket. Fuzz Bucket. Candle got, Shoe. We've, we've got to watch Fuzz Bucket. At some, we've got to do it. We've got to do it. We want content that isn't just this. We need to watch We need to watch Fuzz Bucket. Another favourite title of Ian's. Taika Waititi's Surprise Erotic Project. <laughs> Very that was That was literally us going, every other story this week is so minimal. Should we just make that the title? Yeah. And it got, and YouTube is not where we get the majority of our like engagement. YouTube is an option and it has an audience, but like it's it's Spotify nowadays is the prime place where people seem to be listening based on all of our analytics. And yet, I remember the Taika Waititi one's views being significantly larger that week than any prior for like the last few months. Because that was a clickbait title. It's a clickbait title. Did his thing. We're not above doing clickbait titles. We really are not. We really are not. <laughs> we really above doing are titles. not. Um, um, oh god. But we tend to do the tongue in cheek. Um. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. I want to, I'll bring this up to you actually. Call me Ian says. Wait, not seeing movies you don't like. I thought you've still got to rate movies even if you don't finish them. Are you aware of the YouTuber Your oh, Movie Sucks? Oh yeah, I saw this. Right, so it's called Adam, and they they do like movie review. I think I watched some of the stuff a few years back. I think I, consciously when, they, when they did like Oscar review, Oscar Oscar uh, broadcast review packages. Consciously cribbing from Roger Ebert. I I don't. <laughs> I think it was very much that thing of I'm just going to talk about shit films, and like that was their that was their thing. Because that is, but then they the talk about a book that Roger Ebert wrote your movie sucks. Criticism, yeah, probably. Probably is. Probably is. Because they probably were into that as they grew up and then of course you become a content generator. So they got to the point where they acknowledged recently that they watched a film and they've done this several times part of the way in got really bored of it stopped watching but then still did a review. And it's like... You can't review a film you haven't seen. Yeah. 
And the comparison he was making when people argued back was, like, if you were eating food and it tasted like shit, you wouldn't finish eating it, would you? It's like, yeah, but there's a difference. One of them's a thing you're putting in your body. Yeah. That if the first taste, it's not doing anything for you, that's either your personal preference or it's been prepared wrong. Yeah. And that is how you know if it's good or bad. Like, to you, subjectively or objectively. Yeah. That's how you know. A film, you don't know if it's good or bad as far as you're concerned or on a technical objective level unless you finish it which i don't think is necessarily true you can absolutely get a flavor by a certain point of i'm not going to dig this but But then there are films that like they make a statement by the end yeah some of them change genre halfway through yeah can you imagine fresh has just come out on disney oh yeah of course yeah not saying anything about it but like it's not what it's marketed as and it does not make that obvious for at least the first third of its runtime. Can you imagine reviewing from Dusk Till Dawn on just the first 20 minutes of it? I, you know, I thought it was really boring. It was a weird heist movie. It was a little too camp, a little too up its own ass. George Clooney was just like, oh, he's trying to play up at being slick and his Tarantino's not quite right. And it just, I wasn't interested. They went to this like bar in the desert and I just lost interest and tuned out. It's like, oh my God. Oh my God, if you'd watch like two more minutes... Oh my god, and because that's the thing, it's like you shouldn't, you should go, like yeah, oh, I tried to watch that, I just couldn't get into it. Here's why I couldn't get into it, but you don't call it a review and you don't rate it, yeah, because you haven't finished it, you haven't played it, you don't know. It's, it's like it's like game reviewers. I hate the fact that game reviews for publications, yeah. if they're not given advanced copies, they grind out a review in the first couple days of its release and you know that the person who's been assigned to review it has not finished it yeah or they stayed up all fucking night and not finish it had the optimum experience with it yeah because they've rushed it that's on i would rather i would rather it's on the publishers publishers. but i also yeah publishers of the game for not sharing a review copy but also the publishers of the new sites because i would much rather wait a couple week to read a a review that's actually considered than one where they've played some of it and then written a review. But it's also a conscious thing forced by out. the game publishers. Mm. Bethesda openly said it. It's like, we're not sending advanced copies out to critics because we don't really care about their opinions. Which is bullshit. They do care about their opinions. That's why they're not sending out advanced copies to critics. Yeah. Because if they get a bad review, they're worried it'll affect the release. Whereas I'm one of those consumers who, unless I see a trailer or whatever that makes me go, I'm going to see that, or I'm going to play that, I tend to look up at least... One or two reviews beforehand of a thing I'm not already sold on mm. to get a sense of and then go, oh, do you know what? All right, go on, we'll go see that. That sounds like it might be up my alley. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's this weird relationship that people have with online reviews for stuff, for media, for video games in particular, movies as well, where they think that a good review score is the be all and, and the be an end all of a movie or game's life or mm. success. Mm need we remind you that some of the movies that are regarded as absolute fucking classics right now were shat on when they first oh, came God. out in the cinema? The Thing is my favourite movie of all time. It got fucking savage when it came the out. The Thing was ripped a new asshole. We were talking about Hook before. We were talking about how we grew up <laughs> with grew Hook. grew a new asshole. Uh, we grew up yeah. as Hook. Oh, um, God. We grew up with Hook as yeah. like a VHS home staple. Yeah. Like nearly every house in the 90s had Hook on VHS. We really great. liked it. That film was shat on at release. Yeah. Um... Stuff, stuff, grow, stuff grows. Philistines, one and all. Labyrinth did not do well. Absolute classic. Now, like it just, it's how it works. So, the the dependency of the review being positive for a thing to survive mm. 
is a, a mentality that has sort of developed out of, I think, online film culture. Rotten Tomatoes, aggregates, things like that. I've sort of slowly convinced right. everybody... Online film culture is rotten. <laughs> but it's slowly convinced everybody that that is the life or death of a film. And it's yeah, like, and it really isn't. And it's it like, really it isn't. Oh, it, oh, it's rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. So that's it. It's it's fucked. It's like, is it? How about I go watch it? How about I read a review and go, oh, that person didn't like it for these reasons. It's oh, fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It's perfect. It's like, no, it isn't. It is just it? means it's got good reviews. Good reviews doesn't mean it's amazing. It's all dependent on the individual reviewer, the thing you, the reader, take from the review. Reviews and reviewers are an interesting and... Yeah, fairly the important part of selling a thing. The, the, the thing that reviews they're not are the, for know, yeah. is for telling you if you will like something. So you kind of need to find reviewers that tend to agree with you. That's how it or, works. Or who are just like eloquent enough yeah. that even if they don't like it, you can take something from the article where you go, I yeah. think I'd like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and yeah. Um, so if you're going to be a reviewer, do your job, especially if it's your livelihood. Like, do your fucking if job. you're not, if you're like, you know what, I can't be asked watching. I've got precious time in the day. I'm not going to watch this. Then don't carry on watching it, but don't post a review with a definitive score. Oh God, yeah. But it's bad. bad do fault. like a reaction. Do like a impressions, and do like, a, yeah, I watched this this week. I couldn't get into it, and here are the reasons why. Do don't do impressions like... in the review though. I can get very green. Quick, do an impression of uh, the count from Sesame Street. One ah ah ah, pooh ah. Ah. You got count three hundred. Three. <laughs> that will be the longest episode ever. Um, uh, Gagantra and Apple favorite title: Kink Shaming the Mandalorian. <laughs> As we should. Um, people flip the bird at the Avi Arad credit in No Way Home. <laughs> Kink says, "Are there any movies you hated until the final act?" I don't know if there's any. If there's been any films that have won me round in the last act. But I think with me, it's more there are films that I've not enjoyed initially, and then I've gone back years later, watched that's it, and gone, happened. oh, actually, yeah, I did. That I, has happened. I, I, I saw this at a different time in my life. This meant something else. Yeah. And now it means something else to me. Um, I mean, Batman and Robin's a fantastic example. Yeah. Batman and Robin is a subjectively terrible movie. It is an objectively terrible movie. Compromised product, yeah. But it's, but it's compromised, and... When you watch it just as a, we're going to have a laugh watching this. Because sometimes it's funny on purpose. A lot of the time it's funny because it's like, oh no. Yeah. And it's a really entertaining watch. And there are a few actors in it who are giving their all. And it's fascinating to watch. Like Uma Thurman is going for it. Schwarzenegger's <laughs> going for it. And then there are actors who don't know what the fuck they're doing. And are just phoning it in or haven't been given enough to work with. So are trying and it's failing. Like Chris O'Donnell, Mr. Clooney. George Clooney, Alicia Silverstone. And it's it as a result, it's a really entertaining watch. Yeah. Is it a great film? Yeah. No. Is it a great watch? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. So for me, it's more stuff that I come back around to eventually. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, it's interesting. Millsy Hugh says uh, your movie sucks. His recent Oscar nominations video: half the nominees he stopped halfway through, and yet still went on to review and rate the nominees. Why would you do that then? If you've not seen everything, why would you review it? What's even nominated for the Oscars this year? Movie films. I don't care. Um, it's really late this year, isn't it? It's normally like January, February time. It's We've still not had it. Years, man, yeah, that's true. Um, 
<laughs> Hayden says, I kind of love how Big Damn Cast has shown the decline of San Diego Comic Con and Super Bowl because of how internet <laughs> marketing has grown. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with every, yeah. With every, obviously, like last two years compromised a bit, but with every year, our San Diego trailer wrap up and Super Bowl trailer wrap up has lessened. E3? E3 fucking vanished in the time yeah. in the time we started this podcast sure. to this last regular episode. E3 it's is, gone. is gone. gone. That's mad. Killed it. Killed it, mate. We killed it. We did kill together. it. Together. We'll do it again. I, w- I will kill again. Um, SL Prawn says, a lot of game reviewers are doing in-progress reviews. They don't rate it, but give you an opinion yeah. or experience. Which I think Perfect when you're upfront about it, it, yeah. Yeah. Impression. Jim impressions. Yeah. James Stephanie Sterling I does mean, Jim impressions. Years ago, Giant Bomb started moving away from the review model onto the quick look model, where they will... Mm. They will, they will do a light like a video with commentary of like a twenty minute half an hour chunk of gameplay. Mm-hmm. And it was much better giving you an impression of the game. Yeah, because you come out of it um, going like, I I can't wait to play more of this. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, not really for me, but maybe you yeah. guys will enjoy it. It's yeah, like yeah. there you go. Um, perceptions change, context change, etc. That's just the way it is sometimes. So a lot of the less nuanced, basic, good or bad absolute scores just don't interest me anymore. So you can yeah. answer an apple. Yeah, I'd, r- I'd rather hear why they like it or don't like it yeah. than see what score it's given. Um, I think if we ever did like out and out reviews going forward, we wouldn't score them. No. We'd just say watch the review. Or we give them silly arbitrary scores. I give this movie Two seven Nicholas out Cages out of seven Nicholas Cages. That's what I'm going to give the unbearable weight of massive talent. It does look good, that doesn't it? Does look good. It does look good. Uh, in fact, you know what? When that comes out, we will do a review for for Patreon. But I'll just moderate it. I want you and Charlie to go and see it together and then review it. Well, it, it's it feels out, like the natural succession. It's due out like the week before the baby's due. Then tell the baby to pause. Yeah, so <laughs> stay in there. Stay in there. Um, ah! Keek says, I had a similar thing with Buffy season six. As a teen, it never hit right and I really slogged through it. Yeah, okay, yeah. See, yeah, I, yeah. I liked it a lot initially season six yeah. because it was the one that I was regularly watching on Broke. By that point, BBC yeah. Two was showing it like only a couple weeks after America, yeah. finally. So it was like, oh yes, I'm finally up to date on it. Yeah. So I was really excited by it all. On reflection, as much as I enjoyed big parts of series six and seven... I think it should have ended at series five where it was meant to end. Yeah, there was a better ending. No, that's, um, that's fair. That's fair. Even though there's still, you know, we don't get the musical episode without series six, but still. Oh, um, well, great loss. It is a good episode. I know. I'm just. I'm, giant... o- I'm over the whole musical episode thing. This was the As first one. I personally liked musicals. This is the first one. Yeah, so it's got a lot of fucking. And it did so well, so it started this shitty trend, and then Scrubs it's and everyone's doing it. Got a lot it. to answer for. Uh, Dobby says I've come really come around on the last Jedi on my last visit. On my last visit, it does that again. I'm looking forward to rewatching that for the first time because I didn't like it, but I respected it. And having seen Rise of Skywalker, I think I respect Last Jedi even more now. I'm actually doing something um, a little bit different. Yeah, why be why be any different? Why be any different? Evil <laughs> uh, says Big Damn Boys. I have returned and I'm on a shiny new PC. Congratulations. The first thing you're watching on your new gaming PC is this shit. Well, well done. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see me in 4K. A lot of love for Buffy Season 6, actually. Speaking of Batman, says Dopey, I've noticed a pattern. Batman. The second one in the series is best. Batman Returns over Batman. Yeah. Batman and Robin over Batman Forever. No. The Dark Knight is generally considered the best of that trilogy. Uh, I don't know if that's a pattern. I mean, I prefer Batman 89. And you prefer Batman Returns. I prefer Batman Returns. We both prefer Batman Forever over Batman and Robin. Because I, I prefer my um, my Batman throwing clowns down drains with bombs strapped to the front of them. And I prefer my Batman being third billing on the cast list to a clown. 
go. Michael Keaton. Kim Basinger. No, hang on. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Kim, Kim Basinger. Basinger. No, actually, it's the other way around. It's the other way around. It's, it's Jack, Jack Nicholson. Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Kim Basinger. Basinger. Oh, I've seen some where it's been Jack, then Kim, then Michael. Um, is he? Is Michael Keaton second or third billing on returns? He's got to be first billing. I don't know. Well, he might be. Yeah. He's going to be third billing under. Yeah, because because be Michelle Because Kilmer's first billing on Forever, I think. Yeah. But then it goes back to like Batman's like third billing on Batman and Robins. It's like Schwarzenegger, it Schwarzenegger, Thurman, Thurman Clooney, Clooney, O'Donnell, O'Donnell, um, and featuring be, Alicia Silverstone. It might be Kilmer carried Tommy Lee Jones. No, let's find out. Let's find out. I know. I'm I know. Curious, I know. In some man. place, it was marketed as Jim Carrey. Val Kilmer. That's true. Tommy Lee Jones. But... I can't bother Google. What the fuck am I doing? We're doing a podcast. Why am I Googling <laughs> fucking Batman Forever posters? What the fuck's going when on? When you could just be quoting Batman Forever. I could just be quoting Batman Forever. This is your brain on the box. This is my brain on the box. <laughs> Does anybody else feel like a fried egg? <laughs> um, it's so you. And it's so you. <laughs> Was that too much? I can never tell. Very good. It's so boiling answer. <laughs> oh no, my glasses! That's the one where he smashed through the sky, and that guy goes, "Bang!" How's my mole? Oh, oh. Two faces, goes be like face, face, face. <laughs> Your entrance was good. His was better. Um, it's such a great it's such a it's an entertaining as fuck movie that film yeah. it is so much fun and yeah. what I love now about the the, the the fact that like Keaton's stuff is now they've gone Batman 89 is a comic book series by DC it follows on after Batman Returns yeah Harvey Dent is played by the likeness of Billy D. Williams and will become Two-Face in the book yes and Keaton being in the upcoming Flash and everything they've basically gone the two Burton movies are their own series the Schumacher movies a sort of like I'm not part of it. Yeah, <laughs> David S. Batman. I was gonna say was that a David S. Pumpkins reference yeah. in 2022? Yeah. 2022. I'm so and proud we're of still you. talking about David S. Pumpkins. Um, um but like geez. but I sort of love that because it means that Batman Forever and Batman and Robin have become the 90s animated series spin-off from a movie version mm. of, of, of that series. You know, like the animated series for Godzilla and stuff. Uh, Men in Black carries on from the films, but then yeah. reali- you realise during it, actually, this is a whole new continuity. It's just used the film as a... Just MTV reborn, Spider-Man, yeah. same thing. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. Sort of using it as a basis. Um, Beetlejuice. And technically, the only thing connecting it is two cast members. Michael Goff as, uh, as Alfred. Yeah. And... Um, Pat Hingle as Commissioner Gordon. Ah, good old Pingle. And a reference to Catwoman in um, Batman Forever, where Chase yeah. Meridian says, like, you know, like you, whatever, you talk to very incredibly strong women, like, or do I need to say that with PVC and a whip or something? And it's like, I mean, that just could be a dominatrix reference, yeah. but it's obviously a Catwoman reference. But it's like, okay, sure. Um, and you just imagine, yeah, there was a Catwoman. Oh my God, you know what they need to do now then? They need to do a DC online comic series set in the Schumacher universe, so we can see the Schumacher version Ooh. of Joker, Penguin, Catwoman. Ooh. He's quoting Batman 89 now. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I've got a flying mouse to kill. 
and I want to clean my claws. <laughs> That's my Batman movie. It always will be. I love it. Um... <laughs> Crap. 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 Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, SL Prawn says to, in that theory, Justice League's not better than Batman v Superman, though. Are any of those movies better? Again, as we always say around here, we wish we liked them. Zack Snyder's Justice League is better than Batman v Superman. I feel confident saying that. And that's a, now, that's a movie that's two hours too long. I would say it's four hours too long. <laughs> I like that movie more than I was expected to, and that's enough for me. M says Michael Keaton greater than life. Hmm. I no, yeah, I see mm. that. Doesn't make me want to go see Morbius though. Um, Michael yeah. Morbius. <laughs> Jesus, I get exhausted when I see long videos ranting about Batman and Robin in 2022. It's such an easy way to get clicks, and I think it's high time to move on. The film is more comfortable in its own skin than people suggest. Yeah, there are big yeah. issues, and the most fascinating takedown of Batman and Robin is the special features on the DVD yeah. and Blu-ray of Batman yeah. and Robin. There's a big documentary across the four films in that anthology called, uh, it's like Legends of the Bat or Shadows of the Bat, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's in four parts, two on Batman, two on Batman Returns, one on Batman Forever and one on Batman and Robin. And the Batman and Robin one is fascinating because there are interviews done at the time and there are interviews done in the early 2000s when the DVDs were being put together. After and in those interviews... Yeah, and after after the film's release, those interviews are the best ones. Joel Schumacher talking very openly about like, I wanted to make a movie, I was told to do certain things, I just tried to make the best one I could. We had a good time for the most part. I know there are people who like it, but if you're watching this and you didn't enjoy it, but you'd like the first one, if you'd like Batman Forever, but you didn't enjoy this one, I'm really sorry. It's like, dude, oh. Dude, it makes oh. you want to go back in time and find every instance where you've slagged it off somewhere and yeah. go, yeah, shut up. Shut up. Yes, it's not great. But I've had a similar thing with the Star Wars prequels. I, again, I think they are shit. I enjoy watching I think, one think, of them a lot. I think Attack of the Clones is shit. Yeah, that, that is objectively that and is subjectively a shit. film. Um, but I enjoy Phantom Menace a lot. And that, a lot of that is nostalgia. I know it's nostalgia. Yeah, Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith are Fine. It's also really? the it's also the only clean entry point in those prequels. Like if you if I were to like stick one of them on, I'd stick Phantom Menace on because it's yeah. got a beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it begins with a beginning it, it characters starts. that that go on a journey and you meet people and stuff. Yeah. Um Revenge of the Sith is a objectively better movie. Um I just don't enjoy it as much, but can't help it. Meme culture does work its magic. So there are things about Revenge of the Sith I think we all enjoy more now because we think of memes. I mean, for fuck's sake, the trailer for Kenobi was posted on all of Disney Plus's social media sites with the caption, Hello, Hello there. there. Like, they know... For, we just watched the biggest movie of the last decade financially have Willem Dafoe quote one of the most memeable moments from Spider-Man in it. In the two screenings I saw, one in Lincoln, one in Manchester, people audibly went, hey, when I, he said it. I never that thought. That doesn't happen in the UK. I never thought I'd hear him say, back to formula yeah, on oh screen God. again. Um, oh, yeah, you got back to formula. We got, can the Spider-Man come out to play? The Spider-Man come out to play, which was nice. Spider-Man. But obviously it was the, it was the as you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. And the whole set of it just went, oh! And the Star Wars prequels have gone through a similar kind of 
memification yeah. that has made we're a lot more affectionate to them now. Ah, General Kenobi. <laughs> um, I, I feel like um, I saw the security hologram of him killing, killing younglings. Young clearly laughing. Clearly, clearly laughing. Clearly laughing. Amazing. Um, Amazing. I, I think the Clone Wars cartoon being so well received had something to do with that, though. That too. There was a generation of kids who grew up with Star Wars yeah. as a Saturday morning cartoon yeah, yeah. that had which movies. is what the prequels are. Yeah. Yeah. They're really long, really boring Saturday morning cartoons. Um, really long, really boring. Really long, really boring. Very good, very nice. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Keek says, I will never get over Uma Thurman doing a sexy dance in a fucking gorilla suit. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> Isn't it weird? Striptease. I can't remember whose who's view of it I watched, like whose sort of video essay about the film I watched, which again, wasn't a takedown, it was a, let's examine this movie because yeah, it's yeah. it's a fucking trip. It is um, a trip. Where they said, it says so much that Joel Schumacher, an incredibly powerfully gay man. <laughs> powerfully like, gay? Like, Joel Schumacher, <laughs> Joel Schumacher. The force you, of you, his homosexuality oh, will you, compel you. You know about the notches on his bedpost, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Fucking, he fucking, he whittled away at that bedpost with every conquest he ever had so much <laughs> that it just didn't have a fucking end of the bed anymore. <laughs> like, Joel Schumacher got around yeah, and yeah. no one has had a bad word to say about him. So it wasn't like some kind of guy taking advantage. It wasn't this, a creepy Brian Singer thing. He just was a player. He slept with so many dudes over his like fifty year career. Player, player, um, I mean, the guy made the player. Lost Boys. You know the rap party for oh, that. He's just God. like, right, come on. <laughs> God, how many of that cast? But he was so powerfully gay, such a powerfully gay man <laughs> that he was like, powerfully gay. I love that which, which makes sense when I say. He looked at Batman and Robin and he went, yeah, there's a lot of female gaze in this. There's a lot yeah, of yeah. showing off of men's body. That's the terminology. It's it's going to change at some point. Yeah, There'll be yeah. a new version of it. Female gaze refers to when men are all yeah, in film. Yeah. Male gaze refers to when females are all in film. The terminology will change eventually. Um, but like, there's so much there's so much female gaze in Batman and Robin. The close up of the suits, the way they're sculpted. That club scene in particular is just dudes dressed as Tarzan, oiled up, swinging yeah, around. Yeah, there's yeah. so much female gaze that he went, I should probably put something in for like the hetero dudes and the gay ladies, right? <laughs> I know. Uma Thurman in a gorilla costume. <laughs> like, he was so powerfully gay so... that he couldn't see how that was like... Anti-sexy, <laughs> unsexy, <laughs> inverse sexy, reverse. Se- I'm half surprised he didn't make her dress into it. As a <laughs> Put some clothes on, love. Oh yeah, get dressed as a sexy girl. Put some clothes on. Oh, it's, it's bizarre. God, it's bizarre. Powerfully gay. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to use it as an inspirational phrase. Oh. It's wonderful. That's a wonderful fr- turn of phrase. Yeah, here we go. It's a, uh, Batman and Robin. It's refreshing to watch now because it it never get made today. Its effect on the genre because well, no, it got made yeah. in nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> its its effect on the genre has long since passed. So I'm just like, it's chill. No pun intended. It is chill. It is chill. <laughs> um, it, even if it put the genre on ice for a while. <laughs> ah! Ah! Uh, what killed ah! the superhero genre? <laughs> the Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> Um, IGB Commander says I'd like to think we're all powerfully gay yeah I like that a the lot. powerfully gay everyone yeah um, 
great example of of negative criticism done as a fascinating video essay and not just a slagging off match. Ian's pointed out Lindsay Ellis, the YouTuber, uh, her epic on the Phantom of the Opera. Well, former YouTuber, yeah. Uh, But archive up there to watch it. Um, Her her uh, her ongoing series about adaptations of Phantom of the Opera, culminating in the powerfully gay Joel Schumacher's uh, Phantom of the Opera adaptation from 2004, which is terrible. And then carrying on into. The Love Never Dies, Dies, which is also terrible. And I kissed you, and I touched you. And we apparently had a baby at some point. Fucking dirge of a song. We've got that on Blu-ray. Should we do a watch party and commentary for it? We're going to have to, aren't we? Because Lou's a huge fan of Phantom of the Opera. So she owns the 25th anniversary concert version. I took her to see it at Her Majesty's. Um back when they were allowed a full band and Andrew Lillard wasn't skipping out and paying people. And yeah. um, and uh, she's seen it on tour a load of times and we own the Schumacher film because she has a soft spot for it because for a while that was the only way she could like absorb it as a thing. Yeah. So I bought her the Blu-ray of Love Never Dies because it'd been and gone. And I was like, yeah. And then she read up on it a bit more and we've still not watched it. We've owned it for about nine years and we've not watched it. She's like, I, I don't want to do it. I think we should all get drunk at some point and watch Love Never yes, Dies. Yes, we should. Um, I can hear Jared Butler shouting you mentioned Phantom and I just hear that section what the (laughs) point of no oh no quick put him in a shitload of movies about geographical disasters and presidents (laughs) he was in 300 there we go there's the link Uh, the thumbnail should just be you me and Leonidas <laughs> a video on Disney and how it merchandise Star Wars really changed my viewpoint on a lot of things. Um, you should do a video on the merchandising of Star Wars, Lindsay Ellis. Yeah, I think so. God, it's been a while. Been it's a while. been a while. Right. Final questions. Get them in now because we're gonna pull up the emails. Oh yeah. my God, this is the last is it. email read of Big Damn Cast in its current form. In its current form. You're so scared that they've forgotten. Not, are you? We're not. We're not finished. We're not finished. This is finished. Doing less of them. This is year. this is finished, but it's also coming back as something else. Anyway, weird big hand. Oh, big hands. Big damn hands. Big hands. Uh, I want to do a big arm thing. Quick. Uh. See what Mr. Fantastic reached toward that camera. So no 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 reach reach down so you can get the full no no reach down so you get the full stretch. Keep going. Reach, 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 reach down. Reach, reach. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, you thought it was... Oh, my no. God. <laughs> ah, that's been your plan all along for these 300 episodes. Mm, Jesus Christ. Keek says... It's like whenever um. you mention... <laughs> so Matt says... Uh, sorry, Keek says whenever you mention Pierce Brosnan, all she hears is, Well, maybe you shouldn't be living here. Taffin fun. <sighs> Have you ever watched Taffin? No. We should watch Taffin. I think that's all we need to see, really, isn't it? I think, I think we've said all that needs to be said he's, about he's, Taffin. He's, he's, he's a tough guy debt collector. He's got to stop a local 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 renovator from getting rid of a like a community field or something. That's literally the point well, of Taffin. That is not a good business. Oh, man, he goes on living here, it is. <laughs> Paradigm Dalek Supreme action figure behind Chris. 
Paradigm Dalek. Big remote control. I love those well. Mini Cooper Daleks. They're so big and bumpery. And, and I love them. They're chunky fun. Where's chunky fun? Ogle fun. Innocent ogle fun. Oh, I can't get to it. Which incidentally is the name of my OnlyFans. Um, so big damn OnlyFans win. This one comes in from. You'll never guess. You'll never guess. <gasps> A Tom. Monte. With the subject heading, the final big damn cast. Question mark. Question mark. I got you, didn't it? <laughs> what do I do now, Dad? Uh... <laughs> if anyone knows what that was a if reference If anyone to. gets that reference, put it in the chat. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> King says the full Tom Monty, if you will. Full t- yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing the full Tom Monty. We're going. I- IGB Commanders join Patreon as well, the Patreon. Oh! Thank you so very much. You'll be one of the first to find out what comes next. Go! Um, Genuinely impressive. You two big uh, big boys did this for 300 weeks straight through COVID and sickness. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it is generally impressive that I pulled with him 300 weeks straight. Thank you very much. Doing a long... I did a big arm thing. For those um, listening along at home, Matt just got his wheelie out again. No, I didn't. You can't prove it. Big damn OnlyFans. Dear... Chris and Matt. <laughs> oh, no. My apologies for not emailing in for a while. I'm in my final year of university at the moment, and it's been quite a stressful time. <laughs> but I have gathered the impression that episode 300 will be marking a significant change for the big damn cast. Whether this means you're planning on ending it or not. The show! I just wanted to pop my head in, just in case it's the last opportunity to do so. <laughs> but I really in. hope it's not. <laughs> I was regretful to discover that episode 299 was the perfect opportunity to send a buttload of Doctor Who related questions <laughs> for potentially the final time. Oh, yeah, because we're never going to talk about Doctor Who again. <laughs> well, we said that. In the episode, in the episode description. Oh, yeah. But then We're the huge grand story happened. Again. Yeah. <laughs> never. Never! <laughs> never! There are people um, freaking out in the comments about you doing the voice, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see Chris's announcement on Twitter until it was too late. Wait, the ominous countdown didn't give anything away? To make up for this... <laughs> I have prepared one oh? final oh? Doctor Who related statement. But we've answered all Doctor Who questions for My client oh. has prepared this statement. Oh. Wishes to say nothing more at this time. Okay. But the following bad written statement. Sta- the statement. The- uh, I don't think I emailed in during the airing of Doctor Who Flex. And that is reflective of how I felt towards similar... (laughs) Similar to season 11 and season 12, I... And I'm glad you both shared similar thoughts to me. It was a jumbled, incompetent mess... Especially those last two episodes. 
My body could not be more ready for this era to finally be over, and for some RTD goodness to turn to my life and spray all over me. Some of these words are like creeping out of you. Cleanse my memory of the past few years of the show. I mean, there's other ways to do that, to be honest. Yeah. There's other um, more delicious ways to do that. In the meantime. <laughs> I have finally completed my adventures in classic Doctor Who. Drew! And from what I have seen, I have concluded that my three favourite classic Doctors are Patrick, Tom, and Colin. Oh, Colin. I think the latter is criminally underrated by the fandom, and I think it's purely based on his first outing where he strangles poor Betty. I think my favourite single moment in the whole of Classic Who is from that same story where Six enters a room and exclaims, Villain! Murderer! <laughs> Just... Complete with long arm. Wonderful. <laughs> my favourite serials of each Doctor were... Oh, Jesus. Okay. Time, Strap in. <laughs> the Time Meddler. Yeah? That's the, it. Peter Butterworth the is the meddling monk. Tomb yeah. of the Cybermen. Yeah, they're pretty much like a... Hey, you want to see some Black and White Who? Watch Tomb of the Cybermen. There you go. Time Warrior. For those long at home, my penis just flopped out. I mean, the, I licked my lips like a Santaran. The Talons of Wang Chiang. Oh, what a shame. We'll rend your flesh! <laughs> um, the Caves of Androzani. Damn right. Ah, ah, ah. Vengeance on Varos and yeah. Remembrance of the Dalek. I'd just like to say that Chris and not Chris's reviews of the show have been bloody lovely to listen to alongside my travels. You've been doing that too. And I, pre I have. And I appreciate <laughs> how you dedicate entire episodes to extra Doctor Who content like Dimensions in Time and Prom. Broms. It's very thoughtful of you. <laughs> We're currently in the middle of modern series six. So after we finish all the episodes, we have to do one extra long one about all the fucking shorts and prequels uh, and iTunes exclusives. Uh, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Tardis camp. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the most comprehensive Doctor Who review series you can find on YouTube. And Chris, your Anthony Ainley impression is a thing of beauty. <laughs> I'm glad you're I'm continuing doing. with the modern run, and part of me hopes that you never catch up so that the bi-weekly content never stops. We've made that many of them now that there's two a month, like, guaranteed. We used to space it out to one a month, but we banked them so far ahead that we've brought them back a bit. So You will catch up eventually, though. Because the schedule's been I, shit for I the think, last four years. I think by the time of the 60th, we'll probably have caught up. Yeah, well, I'll be, ni I'll be nice. Yeah, I'll be nice. Which would be a nice way to sort of... Yeah. To end it, really, I think that'd be quite a cool way to end it. Sort of like we end with the 60th review and then just like once a year we'll go back and look at what was on that last year. The new Torchwood. Um, nope! <laughs> Although with Torchwood and Sarah Jane, we did like a sampling of each one yeah. and talked about it and then we did a couple of specific stories as separate videos. For both of them, Lucy ended up going, I kind of want to watch the whole thing now. And I'm like, we can't because we'd just be adding more things to our marathon. And we could, we could the watch video them. The video of yours that I've just watched, though, you said you were going to do them all. Yeah, well, we t changed our minds. The, so the sooner we got, the sooner. The closer we got to them, the more Lou went, I don't think I could do everything. Good. And then she watched some Sarah Jane Adventures and she was like, 
oh, we should have watched the whole thing. It's really good. And I was like, we'll tell you what, when we finish our Who Marathon, we won't do videos about it, but we'll just watch all of Sarah Jane. Good, that's, that's good, because that means it happens. And she'd never seen Children of Earth. That's coming up. She'd never seen it before, and I was like, we have to do Torture with Children of Earth. Because I still think it's the best piece of telly that's come out of modern Doctor Who, in terms of TV. Um... Not necessarily the best piece of Doctor Who to come out of modern Doctor Who, but yeah. <clears throat> For those listening along at home, Matt's penis, Matt's penis just glared at me <laughs> and winked. As my time draws to a close, I'm sorry to hear that song. Oh God, Tom, no! I, I feel inclined to reflect on the first time I emailed in around the broadcast of BBC's class in 2016. Jesus, Six yeah. years ago now. I did blimey. The, I need to show oh, you this after we finish the recording. They'll be out online for everyone by the time this episode's out, but um, I've I spent five hours the other night resourcing from my hard drives and everything all the thumbnails... Um, for every episode, and I've, I've put them into three big collages. One of them's gone. I, I saw already. the first one, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it amazed me. There's like two or three class ones in that first hundred episodes, and then it's like, yeah, never again. Never <laughs> like, again. No, we're done. Thanks. Never we're again. Done. Never again. <laughs> I remember thoroughly enjoying your thoughts regarding how abysmal that show was. That was the first time we nearly gave up. Actually, and I have been hooked ever since. We did a commentary for the finale. And it, we, and it fucked it. up and we had to re-record we it. it again. And we're like, no, no. And we, we decided if we get through this, we will get through any recording cock-up. And you know what? We pretty much did. We did. <laughs> we pretty much did. It's not recording cock-ups that are stopping us. Um, well, not stopping us. Slowing us down. We're not, oh, we're not going anywhere, guys. Well, well a, cock, a cock's part. <laughs> a cock um, and this knobhead. Hey! Um... <laughs> Whatever BDC's fate is, I just want to say thank you to the two of you for providing wonderful auditory entertainment for the past few years. And if Matt hasn't been doing the classic Tom Monty voice up until this point, I never disappoint. I would very much appreciate one final usage of it for this last part. Before I go, oh, I just want to tell you, you were fantastic. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> and do you know what? Tom. Monty. Colin Dent. Or Dente. Colin Dent or Dente. I was thinking about. I was thinking about this. I'm thirty bag years old and recently divorced. I was thinking about this uh, the other day. Is that where the Tom Monty voice kind of symbiotically it started as my, dribbled from? It very. It started off with my terrible Vincent Price impression. Vincent and then, Price, and then, and then moved into that because right. I can't do a Vincent Price impression. But you can do a Tom Monty. Well, I can do a Tom Monty. Um, However, I'm not going to be doing a Tom Monty for this next one. Well, chat been saying, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, well, chat been saying. Well, imagining been saying. if the new baby inherits Matt's Tom Monty voice. I mean, I'll teach her as best I can. Twitch Keek said, Dear Merciful Zeus, I hope not. Dear Merciful Zeus! In the name of <laughs> Zeus's salty butthole. <laughs> Speaking of Zeus's salty butthole...
I don't know who the email's from. So it's not because different voice. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and, and take, say, it. They take say, that. Say, Greetings, Chris and Matt. Oh? We've reached the end of the ominous countdown and has the moment been prepared for? By him, not by me. I'm Logopolis, Ed. Um, oh, oh, like 40... When did Tom finish? 80. About six minutes ago, you have to ask his missus. No, you <laughs> Logopolis Logopolis aired like this time earlier in the week when it came out because someone pointed that out to me and I was really scared Guy Lambert pointed it out to me he asked has the moment been prepared for and then he went funnily enough I was like there you go oh my god bit of trivia for you I don't know I'm writing this before I know what the hell is going on it's all guesswork at this point yeah you and me both uh, but we've been doing guesswork for 300 episodes but if this is the end of an era and it kind of is uh, then I'd like to say a huge thank you to both of you for keeping me entertained for the last 300 weeks so sorry 300 weeks 300 300 weeks think of the things you could have been doing instead for 300 weeks you could have think of the things I could have been doing for 300 weeks <laughs> the big damn cast has been a consistent source of pop culture entertainment that has accompanied me throughout my late teens and into my 20s. Holy shit. All the while fucking hell I feel old now. All the while Welcome to my world. Most interesting content I've heard in podcast form. From throbbing Pete me to the Pope's wife from the problem <laughs> with Harley Quinn to asking the questions on everyone's mind like what does James Franco smell like? And lest we forget I'll do the fingering. Um, I revisit the podcast and YouTube channel very often. Thank you. Thanks. With the Big Damn Love series being a huge influence so on the subscriber. Make, on, make on YouTube. The podcast keeps me sane during lockdowns and long work hours. If this is the end, which it isn't, I'll be sorry to see you guys go. And if it's a brand new beginning, which it is, I can't wait to see what's in store for the future. Thank you both for creating my absolute favourite podcast, you poor soul uh, and for consistently <laughs> delivering the god the gods the goods, the gods <laughs> deliver the gods, the gods. The bring me the gods bring me the gods <laughs> the goods week after week tatty bye and good luck my dear <laughs> could you, Jesus could you do me a quick favour no actually one of you lot could do it uh, when was the last anniversary episode what what date um, uh, and let me know in the chat as soon as possible. Thank you very much. Uh, Why? Uh, Why don't you know? Because, uh, I know it's around uh, late May to late June. It's around that period. Yeah, that's around when we're starting. Yeah. It's usually when the anniversary. It's going to be three. It's going to be three twelve. Episode three twelve. If we were doing it weekly, it'd be if we were doing it weekly, it'd be three twelve. Uh, so the numbering's buggered. Hey, guess what? The third anniversary episode joke is slightly weird now, but <laughs> but canon means fuck all if the writers decide well, no, to do something new. What happened is, oh. is what Doctor Who magazine did. It was weekly, then it went monthly, then it went bi-weekly, then it went monthly again. The number's fucked. <laughs> Major Spider-Man. Number's fucked. Number's fucked. Major Spider-Man. Month, uh, bi-monthly. Monthly. Three times a Three month. Three times a month. That was fucking weird period of time. Good though. It was good, well, but it was it was also like mostly good. It was also like, what if I financially?
can't do this. <laughs> like, surely. Well, the assumption was that you were buying amazing and spectacular and friendly neighborhood anyway. Poor friendly neighborhood. So it was only its trick. own thing for like seven, eight issues, and then it just sort of gets absorbed into the other. No, it was it started in the other. And then it was its own thing for like 12 issues. Absorbed into the Spider-Man. <laughs> Absorbed into the Spider-Man thing. I like Spider-Man thing. Man-Thing! Man-Thing! All who know fear burn at the touch of the Man-Thing. Wait, thing. if episode 312 was going to be our anniversary, <laughs> I can work it out. Um, Ian says, wait, so the big damn Finnish audio dramas aren't canon? No. No, sadly not. <laughs> um, we just look up the anniversary episodes of the playlist on YouTube and see when they were published. Ha ha ha. Because it's not a specific date. Because it obviously it's 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 suffice to say, um, going forward, June fifteenth. June fifteenth. So, so it's June. It's always around June time. June. Yeah. So suffice to say, folks, going forward, we wouldn't be like celebrating. It wouldn't be like a. Um, here's our six year special. It'd just be an anniversary special. Yeah. Um. I think that might be the good, the perfect time to start the new version. Are we going to be taking that long a break? We're going to be putting stuff out on Patreon. Okay. And bits and pieces here on YouTube. But okay. as far as, like, the big episode, I think it gives enough time to... We'll break until June. We'd be making stuff. We, we, keep in mind, we wouldn't be recording it, like, the day before it goes out. No, I know. We'd I probably know, re- just... we'd record bits and pieces in the couple weeks leading up to it. It feels strange to not be doing this next week. Weird, isn't it? Well, I'm still... I, if, well, I was going to say I could come over, but I can't. I'm going to Lincoln next week. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Hang on, what day is it? Madam! What year is this? 2013! Oh, never mind. No, um, yeah, I'm going later in the week. So, like, I'm totally just going to come around to yours next week and be like, get the blue yeti out! Get the snowball out! Come on! And be like, we're not recording. I know we're not, but, like, just put it between us. It just feels like... (laughs) I just wanted to feel like it used to. Um, I I think, I think, I think, I think around the, I think around the time of the original birth... Of the show, uh, not the only birth that was. The, the um, I think the time around the original birth of the show would be a really fun time to launch. I think you're right. The new version right. of what this is, there will be. Um, <laughs> IGB says I'm still waiting for Beautician and the Beast. Oh, again, oh, Patreon.com uh, slash Big Damn Beautician and the Beast. It's gonna happen, man. Because we're not we're not going away away. We're not going away like, away. We we're gonna be on Twitter. We're gonna be in the Discord for patrons. We're gonna start putting stuff out on Patreon. We're gonna start putting stuff out on Patreon. I think um, in the next few months we're definitely gonna get a bunch of commentaries together that we've wanted to do for a while because that's fair and easy enough. Well, the last one we did. I set up to record. You swing over. We watch the thing. You go back and burp somebody, (laughs) and then when you finish rubbing Keeks's back, you pick up your baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, apparently the most efficient way to burp them isn't necessarily to like hold them. It's to like just uh, have them on their back and then have their little legs and just roll them about a little bit. So you're just like... Um, I yeah. do that with our puppy. Yeah. It depends. It I, depends. Can, I can has be a dad. Yeah, well... I'm trained now, right? No. We have to put a little lead on him once a day and walk walk him somewhere. Yeah, but you don't just let him shit in a box. Mine aren't that well trained. Shit himself. He'll <laughs> change the nap. Um, oh, Jesus. Um... Gagantra says, says I'm a patron, but I don't actually have access to the Discord. Do we send out manual codes? Because uh, I'll we, go. We do I can, go, I can go in I, and I can rejig it. That's me not being able to keep on top of it with everything else. But now we've got. Is. Now we've got. You've got three weeks of production time to look into bits and pieces. 
It's not like you're preparing for anything else right now. Um, so, so yeah, there's plenty to come in the next few months. Uh, we will regularly be talking to y'all. I think, I think, I think mid early to mid June is the perfect launch time for the next thing. Yeah. Because how often will it be out? Won't be weekly. Um, but it'll never be away for too long, and there will be constant new stuff all the time. So we're going to be making things. Just not in the same form. Yeah. So part of me wants to be like, let's let's sort of wrap up this thing. And I'm like, why? Because like you're yeah. saying, it's basically regenerating. It's just changing its form. Uh, yeah. And it's showing up a bit less often. Um, but to all of you who showed up... It's the Colin Baker season. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys have to get to work on a charity single! It's season 22! You guys have got to do big damn in distress! Let's all send him our SOS! It's not how SOS's work! No. You don't send the SOS to the person in trouble, the person in trouble sends the SOS out to you for you to help them. That's how. That's how that works. This is. Fair. <laughs> I think John's uh, actually done a better job of wrapping this up than us. Oh, what's he said? I just realised the Big Damn cast, with the hashtag well done, started during my first year as a professional animator. I remember listening to those early episodes of my walks through Belfast, and since then it's been an unconventional but comforting companion. Two Big Damn lads in I, my hashtag John-sized ears. I like to think I, I'm an, I am an unconventional, unconventional yet comfortable companion. I'm going to miss the knowledge that you guys might be waiting uh, in my podcast app of choice, uh, and that's somehow poignant. It's it been, will be. It's, it's been not a, as often. Yeah, it's not, not for a bit. Yeah. It's been a pleasure listening and occasionally guesting. I look forward to what the hashtag... Big damn future holds. Also hope to catch up with you folk in the flesh in the near future. Yes, please. Um, please do. Um, yeah, I think that's that's the that's the comfort blanket. For those of you who have been with us the entire time, thank you so much. Um, because even in the weeks where on a professional level with this, like as a thing we're making that we're hoping people see, there are times where you look at the low listen count and you sort of go, oh, okay. But the thing is, there was a certain number that never disappeared or wavered. Ever. Which means that there are a bunch of you out there who have, without fail, tuned in every week or binged every couple weeks, a couple episodes. And that means a lot. We want the show to grow and we have plans now to, to do that. But that doesn't mean we're going, oh yeah, sod you guys, we're doing this. The fact that you've been here means a whole lot, and we hope that you stick with us through what happens lot, next. Yeah. So thank you very much. Thank you. Um, thank you very much. Thank you for making sure this happened every damn week. Thank you for do, for, for doing it with me and continuing and the, and to the do podcast. It. Hey, there we go. And 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 advance. Thank you for for the work you're about to put in, <clears throat> like to fit this project in. Around a very new period. Ah, we'll fit it in. We'll fit it in. Of your life, and I, I but again, Damn. it's a big ask, and I really do, like, I really do appreciate that. So thank you so much, because I think as well, we both, we both like this. We, we both enjoy like it. We, we it. both need both. it. We both get annoyed by we it. Do need it. We, we, we do need, need it. it. We get annoyed by it. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. We fucking hate doing it. Yeah. We have a blast making yeah. it. Um, and we will continue to do that. We cannot wait. 
for you to see what is going to be next. Um, Ian, thank you so much. That's very, thank you very, 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 very much uh, for that. I'll, I'll talk about that on the Discord afterwards. Bless you. Um, here's to you, boys, says Dopey. Thanks for the last and companionship. Look forward to your future and buying your pint when I move to Manchester later this year. Hey. There we go. Well, we're going to have to do some kind of live show, then, aren't we? Oh, look, the sorts of things that we can plan now. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. And big damn congrats to Matt and Keeks, says Gigantuan. Thank you. Damn right. Uh, big damn right. If you miss us next week, there's 300 fucking episodes to go back and listen to. <laughs> but we'll be back before you know spend, it. Spend a few months having a binge. Yeah. Keep checking the Twitter. Patrons, come hang out with us on the Discord. Patreon.com slash BigDamnCast. Uh, theme music should probably play us out. Seems appropriate. Yeah, that seems appropriate. Was that the whole thing? Bye! Bye! Bye. Oh.